classic hip-hop shit Dr. D.R.E. Rose and Jay Let's get them We started out mopping floors And now we front row at the awards Number one for the last 20 years If you real, motherfucker, scream cheers Motherfucker, scream cheers yeah. And it is what it is Welcome back Welcome to another episode of the Three Kings Podcast. It's your unfriendly neighborhood podcast providing news, politics, and opinions with a uh, hip-hop flair to it. I'm your gracious host, T-Serve. Welcome back, guys. It's been a couple weeks, so uh, I want to introduce you to uh, my two very distinguished co-hosts. First off, we will be talking to Fatwa Rob, a.k.a. Black Rob, a man who never waits for seconds. Thank you, thank you, thank you, studio audience. Thank you. He never waits for seconds, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How's it going, Fatwa Rob? Uh, I'm on um, some painkillers right now. <laughs> <laughs> opioid yeah. crisis. <laughs> Part of the opioid crisis. <laughs> so we'll see how this show goes. Yeah, you're lucky. Uh, you're lucky. This is in the '90s, Fatwa Rob. Otherwise, this opioid crisis, you'd be in prison right yeah, now. I'm in prison. You'd be in prison. Had to limp my ass up here. Took me about ten minutes to walk a block. You got that rich man's disease. But Out. It's all, it's all good. You uh, you eat, you eat too much, too many steak sandwiches and drinking the them uh, them liquors, them cognacs and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I gotta give that a break. <laughs> for real, for He's real. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be, that's gonna be hard to do. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Especially during the holidays and whatnot. Yeah. You're eating good. Eating good. Um, I also wanted to introduce you guys to uh, my second distinguished co-host. He's your favorite masshole and a man who recently changed his name to Brother Love only to change it back immediately. It is T-Black, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All the love in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, T-Black? What's going on, fellas? So what you guys been up to? How'd your uh, holidays go? Uh, how'd the uh, Thanksgiving break go? It was, uh, it was great. Definitely. I went down to Atlanta for a week. Uh, so I flew down there, stayed Saturday, came back the next Sunday. Okay. Last Sunday, actually. So. Okay. It was nice. Um, you know, things slow down at work. Yeah, it usually does. Um, so they allowed me to work from home and took my laptop down there, but it was it was slow, so I got a chance to just chill, hang out with my family, uh, chill with uh, my nephew and my niece. Okay. Good, good times, man. Um, got to go out just a couple of times during the week. Okay. Um, you know, what's happening now is, like, people are getting older, man, and uh, it's harder <laughs> for people to hang out like we used to. Yeah, that's know? true. Mm-hmm. Everybody got married or... Has small kids, so he's got responsibilities now. Responsibilities, man. Yeah, they can't go out drinking like we used to. Imagine that the recovery. It's the <laughs> they, recovery, man. They can't be degenerates anymore. Yeah, the recovery is real. We can't it really, yes. You know, we can't hit up the gentleman clubs like we used y'all, to. Y'all, y'all ain't hitting up bulldogs anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't days. know about that bulldog lifestyle. Cut that shit out. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Oh. Shouts out to Follies. Shout out. Shouts out to Blaze. That's what I know about. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. You know. All right. If you say so. If you say so. <laughs> what about you, T Black? Yeah, What's man. You're chilling, man. Yeah. Thanksgiving was good, man. You know what I'm saying? Gave thanks. Stayed local. You know what I mean? And um, ate good. Ate real good. And just chilled, man. Okay. Really, man. Just kept it simple, man. You uh, you uh, you stay local, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Stayed okay. in the DMV, man. Just kicked it with you know, fam. That's good. Saying, did that and friends and just kicked it, man. It was good. Good times, man. Had That's a great good. time. Great time. That's good. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. when you go, um, 
do your uh, in-laws make traditional dishes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do like, you know what I'm saying, traditional joints. Yeah. Traditional American or traditional? Everything, yeah. Yeah, American, cultural, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Whatever you want to make. It's like food, you know what I'm saying? And the one thing about, you know what I'm saying, you know, shout out, you know, my Middle Eastern, you know what I'm saying, Arab folks, they love to eat. <laughs> and it's all about food. And that's, so, okay. how, that's love. You that's know? what I'm trying to ask you is, like, do they make more than just turkey and the stuff that we make? Do they include their dishes in? Yeah, into, okay. of course. Yeah, no doubt. Like, macaroni bachamel. My mother-in-law makes that. I love that. <laughs> it's macaroni yeah. bachamel? Yeah, it's called macaroni bachamel. It's like a... That sounds good. Yeah, oh, it's real good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shout out, you know, mother-in-law. You know what I'm saying? Mama Magda. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout okay. out Mom Dukes. You know what I'm saying? Mom Dukes. Mom, Mom Monagas. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout them out. But yeah, it's called macaroni bachamel. It's pasta. Um, man, I know she's gonna kill me for not knowing all the ingredients, but it's like a um, it's pasta sauce, um, ground beef, okay. and like uh, a, and, okay. and it's like a roux on top, like you know what I'm saying, made okay. of flour and stuff like that. But it's really good, man. Yeah, she makes it for me whenever I, whenever I ask. Oh, ask that's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Next time, you know what I'm saying, definitely have you know what I'm saying, ask her to make it. She loves to cook, so. That's okay. what's up. So that's okay. what's up. <laughs> so that's yeah. Up. So yeah, yeah, it's traditional dishes, you know what I'm saying, or traditional Thanksgiving. And then there's also cultural, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're traditional dishes. So it's good, man. Yeah, we mix it up and yeah, so we had some leftovers and then she makes a really good eclair pie. So eclair cake. Eclair, yeah. really? Eclair, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, man. That sounds crazy. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, man. yeah, man. So, I love me some eclairs. Oh, I no doubt. imagine like a fucking cake. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, no. oh, man. We might have to have her come over and do a feast for us okay. one day. She loves to cook. I'm three telling you. Three King Podcast could use catering services. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, man. It's funny. But you know what I'm saying? Before my wife left, she was like, Do you need anything? You know, you know what I'm saying? Mom says she'll cook. I was like, Nah, I'm good. But now y'all making me hungry. I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, I'm sure. have to send that text. Like, hey, um, change your story. And, exactly. And it, but I'll tell you a crazy story. Like, real talk. Mm-hmm. I remember one time we were driving back from New York and um, I had asked the mom, like, oh, she was like, you know, does Terry want anything? And I said, yeah, you know, um, that'll be dope, you know, if you can make macaroni bachamel. She's like, oh, you know, you should have told me I would have made it earlier. So I was like, oh, no problem, no problem, no big deal. So we were going by her house anyway on the way back. Next thing you know, we get there, I make for you. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute, I thought you said you didn't have time and you couldn't make it. She was like, I know. I made it, you know. Like she <laughs> loves to cook. Man. That's nice. That's her that's thing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Shout out Mama Magda on that work. Yeah, shout out, shout out. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. yeah Take I mean, notes, modern women. Oh. Uh oh. Oh boy, the MS. <laughs> that's that's the painkillers. <laughs> the painkillers have worn off, ladies and gentlemen. The painkillers are wearing off from the MS disease. Oh, Wait a minute. Well, okay. it's gonna be an interesting show. There oh goes, man, is it? There goes L'Oreal. <laughs> oh, we've been lost. Yeah, we lost. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're yeah. losing sponsors thanks. every week. <laughs> Thank, thanks, thanks, Black Rob. Thanks, we appreciate that. Wait till we talk about the Grammys. Exactly. <laughs> the Grammy they can take a joke. Mm, not in this. I guess, I guess we'll find out soon. <laughs> Not in this climate. <laughs> Our Instagram comments will uh, will let us know. Wow. Yeah. Me. I. I, uh, hey, I spent like you? the whole week in uh, in New York. Uh, I usually do spend the whole week in New York for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So just hang out with uh, Mom Dukes. Uh, my wife came up mm-hmm. like the week. Uh, she came up like on Wednesday, and we just like spent the whole time. We went to, to Nas's restaurant up there in New York. Shout mm-hmm. out. Shout out Nas. Shout out Sweet Chick. No and it was good as shit. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good. That chicken and waffles. Yeah, it's real good. Nick. Real good, right? I saw Nick. the pictures, man. They look, it looked really good. Yo, that shit is crazy. Yeah, we went yeah, to the original. So yeah, we went good. to the original one the in, in Williamsburg. You know? Okay, we went fine. there one night on a Friday night. <laughs> Fucking wait, the wait was so long, but it was so worth it. Nick. So worth it. Mm. So good, and it got good drinks. 
Oh, they do. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean, oh, even get drank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The good thing about the the Brook, the uh, the one uh, on Flybush when mm-hmm. I went to is I don't think the wait is as long. I don't yeah, think, it's I don't think, new. I think yeah, just opened, so yeah. it's not nearly as like crowded as as the wait. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's hard to get chicken and waffles good, right? Oh, yeah. that's good. Oh, this one they they do it justice. What kind of waffles is it? Like the Belgian waffles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. And the seat, and it had like seasoning and shit on it too. Or was it just straight? Oh, uh, it was just straight waffles. Just straight waffles. But they have like some really good like butters on. They have like this like I think it was like a cinnamon butter. Okay. They have this. These have like these. Four different condiments or whatever, like mm-hmm. butters that are really, really fucking good. Yeah, so waffles shit, yeah. and whatnot. It, it's fucking great. And uh, my wife, she's a vegetarian. They have like a vegetarian oh, chicken dope. waffles too. So and that shit was good as hell. Really, like, I had a hard time. Like, like when I when they first brought it out, they brought out hers mm-hmm. first. We, we weren't sure if it was like mine's or hers because I got like the, the, the real chicken. Yeah, and she got the vegetarian chicken. Where? So I like I wasn't sure. I, I even like I I, I uh, opened it up the chicken a little bit. Yeah, I still wasn't sure which one it was. You know, wow. I tasted it a little bit. It's made yeah. of tofu. It's um yeah, it's like tofu. probably yeah, like probably. a tofu, I like think a full so. like um this one spot here, New Vegan. It's like their drumettes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's made yeah. like out of a soy based. I forget oh, okay. what they call it. Yeah, some make them out of like yeah. seitan. Seitan. There you go. Uh, some some make it out of like tofu, or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the the New Vegan, I think they make they make it out of seitan. Seitan. Yeah. The, there's another one here. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but they make it out of seitan too. That's really good too. Um, mm-hmm. they, it's a vegan restaurant over here. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I tasted. I, I I've tasted like a veg like vegetarian chicken like my whole life basically. Mm-hmm. So I knew it, what it was. But it's it's really really good. Like you, you can't tell the difference basically. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's tell when you know it's good. Yeah. That's yeah. when you yeah. know it's good. It's, it's really really fun. Yeah, when you good. can't taste the difference, you know it's good. Yeah, it's good. For so real. yeah, it's definitely worth worth going to. So yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. That's what we've been getting doing. Uh, you guys are ready getting these mathematics? Yes, sir. All Let's right. do it. It's mathematics. Mighty most definitely. It's simple mathematics. Check it out. I'll revolve around science. What are we talking about here? Mighty most definitely. It's simple mathematics. That's right. It's simple mathematics. We talk about news and issues going on around the country and around the world. So, first off. Breaking news, breaking news. So, recording this on the Saturday. So, yesterday, um, former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn agreed to a plea deal with uh, prosecutors in Special Counsel Robert Mueller's Russia probe. It's the biggest development yet in the investigation into potential collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia and the legal move that poses the biggest direct threat to the Trump presidency itself. So Flynn pleaded guilty to a single count of lying to the FBI on or or around January 24th about conversations with then-Russian Ambassador Sergei Yislyak. And say that five times fast. (laughs) Uh, In December 2016, uh, the Office of the Special Counsel uh, Counsel announced on Friday, um, apparently Michael Flynn promised, quote, uh, full cooperation to the uh, Mueller team and is uh, prepared to testify uh, that as a candidate, Donald Trump, quote unquote, directed him to make contact with the Russians. What do you guys think about this? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. When I heard this news yesterday, I just jumped up and down, started doing the cabbage patch, the WAP, (laughs) the baseball bat. (laughs) We the actually, the we, running man. <laughs> we actually have uh, we actually have some uh, some uh, 
breaking news some uh, some uh, footage of uh, uh, Robert Mueller in the uh, courtroom as uh, Michael Flynn is uh, giving his plea. <laughs> Gotti, <laughs> Gotti. <laughs> That's right, he got him. <laughs> oh, and Trump, we coming for you, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we coming for you, nigga. Yep. So, what do we have here? Why are we so happy? Um, so uh, Flynn was looking at sixty years, him and his son, for charges that you know um, far-reaching as lying to the FBI, all the way to possible kidnapping, accepting money to push for a kidnapping of a, t- <laughs> of a Turkish national to move, send him back to Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um. Money laundering, so he was facing up. You know, he was facing football numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. And um, for him to get charged with at least, I mean, he lied to the FBI four separate occasions that we know, but he mm-hmm. only got charged for one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, lying to the FBI can carry up, possibly up to five years, but it's not really good. You're not going to get five years. So He's he probably might get like six months or something. Like six that. months or so. Yeah. Yep. So from sixty years to six months. Mm. That means he told a bunch of shit. He's singing. Mm-hmm. He's singing like a canary, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And everybody in the Trump White House is shaking in their boots right now. Because if you remember, there's one guy that Trump likes to protect, yeah. right? Like, Trump did his best. The only two people he never talked shit about is Putin and Flynn. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's because he knew Flynn had compromising information. Flynn knew where the bodies were buried. He knows where the bodies are buried. Mm-hmm. So right now... I think Trump knew because when he was giving a speech in front of the uh, Coast Guard, mm-hmm. he talked talk something about allies turning on you. <laughs> so he knew the shit was coming. And he was acting very impulsive, uh-huh. more mm-hmm. than usual uh, in the coming you know, the weeks before. Wow. So I st- he still hasn't said anything yeah. about this. He hasn't tweeted. That exactly. <laughs> Man, you took, that's exactly what I was about to say. Man, so, I won't cut you off. Yep. Yeah. I was yeah. about to tell you that. I was mm-hmm. like, that's what I was just about to say. Like, you know, he got some shit on him because. He does not. He did not tweet shit yesterday. Not a damn thing. He's quiet. I'm like smoking gun, like Cam said. We got dirt on you, doggy. <laughs> we got that dirt. Got dirt man. on you, doggy. Yeah, man. So uh, your days are numbered, homie. So I see you staying quiet. Low digits. Yeah, you know I mean, you guys. You know what I mean. You might as well just get the resignation together, man. You know what I'm saying. Just pull it out. Pull out the letterhead. You know what I'm saying. See if they got the Nixon file ready, and just you know, use that as a template, homeboy. Exactly, exactly. It's funny. Um, I mean, Comey, uh, the fact, funny thing is that is that uh, Flynn, Flynn's a, he, like you said, Rob, he, uh, he basically did whatever he could basically to protect Flynn as much as he could. That's the reason why he fired Comey, exactly. to, 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 to protect Flynn. So, and the reason that he fired Comey is the reason why Mueller's in, in this position to begin with. Mm-hmm. So if he hadn't fired Comey, then he, this, because Comey, Comey didn't think that, that, he, that the FBI had enough to charge him. Mm-hmm. So if if he hadn't fired Comey, then he wouldn't be in nearly as a bad a position. Obviously, things change in, in these months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Poss- it's possible that uh, that um, they wouldn't have found anything that that rush that Mueller was fucking digging into his his shit like a rabid raccoon um, to, to to get to get dirt on him because he's a special investigator. But Comey Comey had he he basically said that they didn't have enough to, to go to to get him. But now that he fired Comey and and you have Mueller in there now, he's fucked. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. fucked. Yeah. What he did is basically take a FBI investigation, which was ongoing, right? Like they were maybe going to find what that what Mueller Mueller has found so far, right? Mm-hmm. 
But what he did is he concentrated it. Exactly. <laughs> he created this special exactly. uh, prosecution team. Exactly. With the best prosecutors in the nation exactly. investigating him with the help of the FBI. Mm-hmm. So I think um, Flynn testified that he talked to senior officials in the, um, yeah. on the Trump team. Allegedly Kushner. Kushner. <laughs> we coming Ka- for you, nigga. Cali Kush. We coming for you, nigga. Cali Kush, you up next. Uh, Junior. He knows, he, knows, he knows the snitches. <laughs> it's going to be Dan Junior. And then finally, the, the, the final boss. The orange. King Cooper himself is going to. Um, coming for you, Ivanka, too. But he might retire. Who knows? He might uh, resign by then. I think he's gone. I, yeah. think, I think he's gone by this. By and the next year, he's gone. Yeah. I'm, I'm early gonna... next year. You think early next year? I'm not, it depends. I, say, I mean, I'm going summer. I, I don't know. I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah, I'll say summer. <laughs> I, I mean, I think definitely by 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 end of next year. I'm, I'm not sure. You don't know how like quickly these investigations they they go. Whatever. Yeah, they need one more. They, one they, more they, domino. It takes some time. It takes then, some time. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to lose all his protection in the uh, Congress because mm-hmm. all they needed him for him to, to pass the tax cut. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as he signs that tax uh, bill, honestly, they don't even need him for that. The pen, pencil do that shit. Pence will do it. He'll That's sign true. it too. So they don't. They don't need him. They don't need him for anything. But really. Pence could really be. Good. So yeah, the GOP could just throw him under the bus like immediately, and and they they could they could vote to impeach him or whatever. It doesn't matter. They'll still get their fucking tax cut mm-hmm. passed or whatever. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. So we gotta you know watch what's happening. But you know once Kush is 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 you know once they catch Kush and Junior, then you know like we say his days are numbered. Yeah. One more domino to fall. His single digits. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what Mueller uncovers uh, in the future. But yeah, it really looks like um, they're gonna go after some more senior officials. Uh, in, like with these investigations, they they lead up to like basically catching the big fish. But um, uh, Flynn is pretty much as big as as big as it gets without implicating the president. Because National Security Advisor is like one of the top posts that you can have in an administration. One of the absolute top. Mm-hmm. So really, there's not that much more to go to go up. I mean, it's possible that um, maybe they could try to flip like a Kushner or whatever and have like two two main senior people mm-hmm. like in in there like to prosecute Trump or whatever. Um, whoever else, I'm not sure who they might might get, but it looks like it's probably gonna be Kushner. So mm-hmm. and if they could get Kushner to flip, that's crazy. It's yeah. really a wrap. Yeah, because that's Ivanka's husband, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a wrap. If you think, if you, think if you think Flynn knows where all the bodies are buried, oh, then Kushner, Kushner knows fucking. Kushner's everything. the shooter. He's like, I'm the shooter. Not, not only that, but, but allegedly Donald Trump is like trying to like like, like inch him out of the uh, mm-hmm. the, the inner circle and then out, of the, out of the White House because uh, the um, the uh, chief of staff he doesn't he doesn't like him yeah. and he blame he blames Kushner for firing firing Comey, Comey. yeah essentially mm. so he's trying to already trying to pass the buck so if he's trying to, if he's throwing Kushner under the bus already hey why wouldn't Kushner just throw Trump on the back under the bus you know what I mean you know Kushner's like I'm 35 years old I got I a bounce. long life in front of I can me bounce exactly back. I can right back, yeah. I'm not gonna you got you a know, hot, you got a hot wife you know what I mean yeah. you don't want to go to prison for like. 20 years or to whatever. To protect Trump. Exactly. Trump won't do it. Trump is going to throw everybody under the bus. Yeah. Exactly. That's just the type of guy he is. He never takes any responsibility. Yep. I think he'll, he'll just, he'll, he'll, he's going to try to throw <laughs> Kushner and his son under the bus. <laughs> I, I definitely don't doubt that. Not his daughter, though. Like, I need her out. <laughs> he's like, I need her out. Hold up. <laughs> just saying. Okay. <laughs> just That's saying. his daughter. I mean, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Uh, it really did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he knows 
he loves and knows his daughter in a biblical way, <laughs> a, a, a very biblical sense. <laughs> Taking it back to the uh, the old school, aka the old command, the uh, old commandments. Oh man, um, uh, Old Testament. I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. So, but I, I'm pretty sure that um, we're gonna see like uh, a Kushner mm-hmm. flip too, and then once they have that, then they'll probably go for Trump. My that's that's my that's my assessment. So I think so too. So we'll see what happens in the the weeks and months to come. But um, next story we want to talk about is um, apparently there's a Libyan slave trade going on. So currently the uh, Libya's uh, UN-backed government says that it's investigating allegations that hundreds of African refugees and migrants passing through Libya are being bought and sold in modern-day slave markets. So according to reports, the trade works um, by preying on the tens of thousands of vulnerable people who risk everything to get into get to Libya's coast and then access the Mediterranean into Europe, uh, a route that's been described as the deadliest route on Earth. So Libya is the main get, get, gateway for people attempting to reach Europe by sea, with more than 150,000 people making the crossing in each of the past three years. So a couple a few weeks ago, we talked about the story about uh, women, African women, who were, who were uh, 26 African women who were found their bodies uh, in the Mediterranean Sea. I mean, it's presumed that they were trying to make that that passage too. So yeah, they, this kind of thing happens like all the time. We're talking about 150,000 people trying to get trying to cross there. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. on like little rafts, little dinghies or Makeshift. whatever, because yeah, you can't like you know get like a big boat or whatever because you get you get tracked or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is like a huge problem. So CNN they found they found video of this um this uh, African uh, slave trade market mm, yeah. and they they posted it and it just became like a huge 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 story. What do you guys think about this? Yeah, man, you see the ramifications of a failed state that we had our hands in, which is you know. We always do shit like this. You know, we get dirty and then we run away. You know what I mean? And, you know, we we had our hands in causing this situation. And, you know, Libya is a failed state, man. And it's it's sad that, you know, you're just seeing the ramifications and the impact of just how, you know, people are just dying. And now you have a slave trade. We're enacting some shit that happened hundreds of years ago, being reenacted again in the same damn continent, too. It's like, fuck. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck, man. You know, every time you turn around, you know, now he's fucking with Africa. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the continent, not the country people. <laughs> the, the, the dirty south. <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, but um, yeah, it, it's sad for real, and, I, and I, just the world is crazy right now. But again, you know, it's the impact of a failed state. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to avoid this this story because I knew it was gonna be like hard for me to look at those pictures and those videos. Yeah, and when I finally did, it was just like oh, so painful, you know. Of course, because you know those Africans with their, you know. Tattered clothing. They're making them sit down, and you have the uh, the Libyans over them, you know, and they look just like the pictures that you that we you know the depic- depictions that we saw in our history books, mm-hmm. you know. Well, the old history books they took them out. Remember, <laughs> the immigrants now. Yeah, remember? the old the yeah. old history books. Those, those were just workers. Yeah, those are workers. Yeah, workers. yeah. So that shit it was painful, man. Um, so I think you know we got to blame so, like three three. Entities have to take blame here. One is the U.S., uh, especially Hillary Clinton and Obama, because he agreed with her mm-hmm. in pushing to get rid of uh, Gaddafi. Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. You know, and she, she just talks flippantly about it. Like he became, we saw he died, and laughs about you know the death of uh, Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. Now the the country's in turmoil, right? You also have to blame you know um, the actual people who are doing this. 
mm-hmm. you know, um, and Libya needs to crack down. Other warlords or whoever has any semblance of power needs to break, you know, needs to crack down on this and, and end it right away. But also, like African nations need to take some responsibility um, for the governance of their countries. Mm-hmm. People yep. will not be risking their lives. You know, it's such a dangerous, you know, mission to get to Europe if, if it wasn't for the war, if it wasn't for the corruption, underdevelopment, and it all results from, you know, bad leadership. You know, yep. it's like, you know, and that, that has been, you know, something that has held Africa back from, you know, development for a long time. It's like, if you imagine if you had like 60, 70 years of uh, people like Donald Trump running the country. Exactly. he run that shit into the ground. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so everybody bears responsibility on this. Yeah. Um, I, I saw like an interview of like one of the, uh, the one of the people who was um, who was uh, basically captured um, and uh, was, uh, tried to be sold and was going to be sold uh, as a slave. And uh, the guy, he it was like a really heartbreaking story because he was um, he had spent all his money. He was from Nigeria and he spent like all his money trying to get up there, like all his life savings, get up there. And uh, they basically they held him. Um, they, they tried to extract more money from him. Uh, they were, they were going to sell him or whatever. They kept him for like months, just trying to get more money, more money, more money from, from him. And, um, after he, uh, after he got, um, after the, he, um, he, uh, was, uh, he was, um, essentially rescued. Um, he was afraid to go back to his own country because he basically had nothing. You know what I mean? Cause he spent his, his entire life savings to try to get there, to try to get to Europe, to get a better life and that kind of thing. And now that, you know, these people just like, took complete advantage of him, they can just like, just throw him away like a, like a piece of hot garbage, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, really, really fucked up. This, this, I mean, when you think about this story, you just don't just think about, um, okay, these people, okay, they're, they're, they're out of slavery now. Okay. So they're okay now. No, they have to go back somewhere back to wherever they came from and they're going to live back in the same squalor that they were living in which caught which caused them to make them want to go go to europe in the first place so they're still they're still in a fucked up situation but slavery um it still goes on particularly in the middle east like all over the place like kuwait dubai uae like i remember i went to i went to dubai and if you go to dubai like maybe 10 20 percent of the people are emiratis Almost all the rest of them are like uh, pa- uh, Pakistanis, a lot of Africans, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who do like all the construction. And what they do is a lot of people, they'll like bring in like Pakistanis or to be workers or whatever. They'll take their passports or whatever. So they, they, they don't have an, any access. They, they won't be able to, to go to go back to wherever they came from. And they basically use them as like slave labor. Right. And that's how they were able to build up all those those huge like yeah. beautiful buildings in Dubai by importing all these Pakistanis and Africans or whatever, and just like use them as slave labor and just like build all this shit up, build all this shit up. Yeah. And the Emiratis, they 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 basically they get all the benefits from it. Yeah, put them in shitty conditions. Exactly. Over there. Yeah, they live in like fucking shit. squalor. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And, they're, not, and they're like almost eighty percent of the population. Like yeah. if you go there, it's, it looks like little little Pakistan. Yeah. Honestly, it, it's crazy so, people from bangladesh exactly yeah, bangladesh, bangladesh. kuwait kuwait also they they, they practice slavery too it, yeah. there's, there's a lot of fucked up shit going on in the middle east i right stopped now. go i mean I, I told y'all i never go to the uae mm-hmm. any of those countries just because of how i feel how they treat their uh their labor you know mm-hmm. their laborers so yeah it's, it's definitely you know slave-like conditions and let's not forget like there's not a history of uh slavery especially african slavery in arab countries yep 
Mm. Um, mm. I know a lot of the thing, a lot of the picture you have in your mind of slavery is European, but before that and after the transatlantic slave trade was the Indian Ocean slave trade going, taking Africans from the East Coast and taking them up to the uh, Middle East. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was just as big as the transatlantic, uh, not as big, but that went on longer than the, than the transatlantic uh, slave trade. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's, really, it's really fucked up. And I hope people, like, really stay on this story. Because I, mean, I saw it, like, on... CNN. I saw it on like um, mostly a social social media, although people people were talking about it. But um, I mean, obviously Trump is in is in office, so you're not going to get really any like push to like uh, do anything UN or anybody like that. So um, yeah, I just hope that this this story it just like kind of stays in the mainstream for like several years. People like like push 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 on this because. Um, this isn't really going to go away. I mean, you have basically no no legitimate government in, in Libya or whatever. So I mean, what what can you what what can the UN possibly do? You know what I mean? Well, who are you gonna who are you gonna talk to? Who are you gonna like? You know, try to get to push or whatever. They have, they have their own fucking problems. They don't they don't give a shit about African uh, refugees going up to Europe or whatever or whatever happens to them. I mean, and yeah. it's a, and it's a source yeah. of revenue for them, honestly. Yeah, and you know, I think the reason <clears throat> why now they're selling those uh, people to other Libyans is because Italy and Spain have now increased immigration uh, protection uh, mm. around their ports mm-hmm. to keep people out. So now you're having all these excess people. Yep. They sell them. So, I mean, it's, it's I hope we can find a way out of this. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't get their money. Yeah. So they, so yeah, they do whatever they can to, to sell them. Yeah. They just, they sell them like, uh, like cattle. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's insane. Yeah, man, let's keep that energy up, man, yeah. as we do with every other global crisis, you know what I mean? Come with the same energy. Yeah, same energy, for real. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Well, um, keeping with uh, African stories, um, in the last couple of weeks, uh, there have been a couple of bombings. Um, so uh, there have been bombings in uh, both Nigeria and in Egypt. So um, dozens of people were killed uh, by a suicide bomb attack uh, during morning prayers in a mosque in uh, northeast Nigeria, uh, Boko Haram, the militant group uh, that has uh, killed tens of thousands of people and displaced millions in the region, is thought to be behind the attack in Mubi, a town in uh, Adamawa state, but has not yet claimed it. Um, also, uh, militants uh, launched a bomb and gun attack on a mosque in Egypt's North Sinai province, killing 235 people, the state media says. Um, uh, the uh, mosque in the town of Bir al-Abed uh, was targeted during Friday prayers. It's the deadliest attack of its kind since an Islamic, uh, Islamist uh, insurgency in the peninsula was stepped up in 2013. What do you guys think about this, these stories? Um, so there's a problem of fanaticism, you know, because these are, you know, fanatic, Muslim fanatics killing other Muslims. Um, so, especially in Egypt, they're killing, um, I, forgot the, I think they call them Sufi, Sufi Muslims, right? And they, you know, the, the fanatics um, claim that Sufis are not real Muslims, mm-hmm. as all fanatics do. You know, they, yep. they think that they are the only ones practicing whatever it is. Authentic. Yeah, they're the ones that real. are authentic yeah. uh, Muslims. So mm-hmm. now they've, you know, they were, first they were attacking Coptic 
um, Christians in Egypt. Now they're attacking um, fellow Muslims because they're not, you know, because they have different uh, sect or whatever. So, you know, that that's what it is. And it's the same thing in um, Nigeria, except Nigeria, you got to multiply it like 10 times because Boko Haram is, you know, has grown. Mm-hmm. And Boko Haram is so violent. They're, the, they're actually even more violent than uh, ISIS. So it's like tens of thousands of people have died. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know this. Mm-hmm. I was just like, damn, I was so ignorant about this mm-hmm. because, I, you know, we, we don't see it on the news. Exactly. Right. It's not, you know, because we're not there. Like we are in, I, we are in uh, Syria. It's not publicized. Mm-hmm. But it's tens of thousands of people. And um, it's a million, I think a million five people who have been displaced. And um, like this killing was like 50 people, right? Uh, in, uh, in Nigeria, uh, yeah, it was Nigeria. several dozens. Yeah, I'm, I don't have an exact Egypt number. Egypt was like 250. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah, two, yeah. That's uh, yeah, right around there. Yeah. yeah. But what happened in Nigeria is like uh, they have a new president who happens to be Muslim. So it's just how fucked up these guys are, Boko Haram. Boko Haram means uh, against Western education, but they took offense to Muslims in a particular state in Nigeria voting for a president who's mm-hmm. Muslim mm-hmm. because now you know he's attacking them because they're you know they're savages. They are going just, you know, just killing. They've declared war on the whole Nigerian population, mm-hmm. especially the Muslim population. Mm-hmm. So it's like 50 people die here. The week before, it's like 100. Two weeks before, they're 200. So it's been like a constant thing since the summer, just just death, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, my biggest thing, you know, with the situation is, you know, I'll start with Nigeria. Where are they getting the weapons from? Like, where, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what are they doing? They're just chopping people up or are they using guns? No, they're or? using um, suicide bombers. Suicide bombers. So they got that fanatic shit. Okay, got it. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of these, you know, like we just talked about in the last story, a lot of these failed states, a lot of these countries with failed governance and just not being able to, to, to have control over the, the population and violence is just out of control, man. You're like, yo, like these, you're killing fellow people. You know your fellow countrymen, in this and in, in the sake and in the name of what you know, just because you're trying to push your ideology, and it's always it's bugged out. But it's like you touched on, Rob, when you just said that you know they don't believe in you know not even Western education, but education. Period. They live off of ignorance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because education isn't even about the formal sense. I'm talking just in terms of having information to even just care about your fellow citizen and help make the country whole. Even if you have an issue with the government to at least sit down with the government to come up with ways and solutions to make your, you know, your country, you Boko, know, Boko Haram is so bugged out that they, uh, they claim that democracy is, uh, if you, if you participate in democracy, you're an infidel. You know what I mean? And they have the right to kill you. Feel me? So it's that ass backwards thinking. And, you know, even, you know, to touch upon, you know, the Egypt story, too, you know, this is where I'm always, you know, in debate with like Bill Maher when he talks about, you know, that being Islamic begets the terrorism. And I'm like, stop. It's not about that at all. It's about people who used, you know, their religion as a as leverage or as just they have found their principles to start shit. But it's not about that. When you look at the religion itself, it's it's nothing but it talks about peace. It talks about God fearing. They're just using this, you know, it's in a region where, you know, Muslim the Muslim religion is practiced and unfortunately terrorism comes from that comes from that region, but it has nothing to do with the religion promoting the violence. Mm-hmm. And in this case, man, it's just sick twisted people in both cases, both 
both countries is sick, twisted people who are just trying to push an ideology of ignorance, violence, and just hurting innocent people for no reason. And that to me is that's some sucker shit. Yeah, I, I definitely disagree with uh, Bill Maher when he, he goes into that 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 kind of bullshit. And he he just comes from like a very a very simple place when it comes to like discussing our religion, spe- specifically Islam. He. Mm-hmm. He he just like, real honestly he just sounds like a like a Fox News contributor when he when he talks about that that kind of shit and it's it's kind of funny when you see like liberals like talk about like um, um Muslims or black people whatever they they have sometimes they have the same talking points as like uh, conservatives when it comes to like uh, other people quote unquote mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of thing is really fucked up so uh, but um as far as like the uh, as far as Nigeria um. It's it's really it comes down to what you said before, Rob, about the like a lot of corruption in these African these African states. So you you have a lot of these um these African states with these these um leaders who've been there for like 30, 40, 50, 60 years or whatever, and who are just completely completely refusing to relinquish power. Um, a lot of people, a lot of uh, these leaders who are just completely corrupt. They steal a lot of money from the country, and they leave a lot of most of the country by the wayside. They and it's it's also a very tribal thing mm-hmm. in, in a lot of in a lot of a lot of countries. So you have like this this faction, and then you have this faction. Oh, so we we don't fuck with you because you're not you're not part of part of our tribe, and so so we're we're against you. It, it doesn't matter what, and and the corruption, just the fact that a lot of people are left behind when these people are just like stealing money by by the boatloads. It it leads a lot of a lot of resentment, and you get a lot of people who um. Who are just like just kind of sick of it, and you know at least like these extremist groups popping up. I mean, you have uh, fucking Mugabe. He just got fucking just thrown out, kicked out of out of power. You know, this kind of thing happens all the time. A general, a general, he just like uh, he has control of the military, or whatever, so he can just like just do whatever he wants, basically. So you have this this kind of thing happening in Africans and other countries all the time. So it's it's really it's really it's really fucked up that. Um, the this this level of corruption leads in a lot of ways to to this kind of extremism that happens on the other side because you don't get any kind of like um, integration reciprocity one side and, and another it's it becomes like all of us against all of you type type deal yeah so I, you know it's, it's like we're trying to say is uh, it's not the religion it's I think I think it's uh, it's people who are hungry for power. And yep. they yeah. take advantage of people who feel neglected by the system or exactly. have grievances against yeah. the system. Yeah. Same thing like here in the U.S. If you look at the people that are in um, uh, going cults or uh, militias, mm. a lot of them, you know, you're not going to find a lot of educated people in that, in, those, in those groups. Right? Yeah, right. a lot of them are poor, poorly educated. They feel they have a, they've been they feel like they've been slighted by the system. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it is. Except multiply that by a hundred, just because. You know, of the scale of uh, poverty or you know, lack of opportunity, and the, and the so, scale of the corruption going the scale on over there versus here. Yeah. If you think yeah. U.S. is corrupt, uh, yeah. imagine like you know one of these uh, yeah. one of these other countries in Africa. Yeah. I mean, all almost all of them, pretty much. It's all kind of fucked up and corrupt, corrupt, mm-hmm. and just stealing money from the people. It's crazy from the country and selling and selling the country out. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I mean, these people you know live I mean? like kings. Exactly. Yeah, 
you know, got mm-hmm. money stashed in Europe and Swiss, mm-hmm. Swiss bank accounts. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll sell they'll sell the country's resources in a heartbeat, um, only to get like some kind of kickback from China or whatever it is yeah. to get to get you know this this deal land deal or whatever for this these resources or whatever just so that they could get you know some kind of kickback from uh, from from this whatever country U.S. China. A lot of time it's China or, or the U.S. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, they, they just look at look out for their own interests instead of uh, the country's interests. You know. Yeah, it's it's hard um, because a lot of these countries are very new as countries. Mm-hmm. They're less than like they're less than seventy years old. Yeah. Most of them. Wow. Yeah. So they really don't have a national identity. Mm-hmm. So they have ethnic identity, and that's the only people that they care about. You know mm. that much. I'm not saying that they don't care about everybody else, but there's clashes. But the identity is first ethnic group tribe and then the country mm-hmm. but you know these countries they're young so this is, this is a really growing pains but we need to point out the problem mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and not to mention that you know the u.s plays a large part in destabilizing a lot of these countries and installing these puppet governments and in, in a lot of these countries so they have they have a hand in you know essentially deciding who they want leading xyz country or whatever and i'm sure that's what happened with mugabe and whatnot so yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. We don't see this kind of escalation of violence in the future because it's really, 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 really sad. So, um, moving on to the next story. Um, so, North Korea recently, um, over this week, uh, launched a new intercontinental ballistic missile. Uh, that reached an altitude of 4,500 kilometers and traveled about 1,000 kilometers. Uh, North Korea claims that the missile could reach any target in the continental U.S. Um, not sure if that's true, but um, uh, people, essentially uh, experts, are saying that uh, it's very possible that within the next nine months to a year, North Korea could uh, very well have a intercontinental ballistic missile that will reach, be able to reach anywhere in the U.S. and, and carry a nuclear player payload. What do you guys think about this story? Damn. Yeah, man, that shit's scary. <laughs> scary. That escalated quickly. Mm-hmm, yeah, some scary I mean, that shit. really got out of hand fast. Especially since we live, uh, eight, I live eight miles away from the Capitol building. Shit. You're I, like here. I, I live footsteps, nigga. <laughs> I'm like, like all three of us. Break, nigga. Yeah. It's always cool. <laughs> Shit. Out there, it would just be a flash, like uh, Terminator 2. Yeah, you won't, <laughs> you, won't, you won't feel anything. Nope. You definitely won't feel anything. Especially um, if you're on the painkillers. Yeah. <laughs> At least we don't live in Hawaii or uh, LA or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I always try to look at these uh, international stories through different perspectives. Mm-hmm. As we talked about before, um, King Jong Un, uh, when you look at through his perspective, he's doing everything rationally, right? Like he sees a threat, which is the United States. He looks around. What happened to his uh, daddy's partners around the world, like Gaddafi, uh, um, Saddam, uh, what's it been called in um, Syria? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bashir. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks at what's you know what's trending in Iran versus the U.S. And now you have this madman coming to office, Trump. What is he to do? Mm. You know, mm. the only country that the U.S. doesn't attack are countries that have weapons of mass destruction and have nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. And as soon as do you de-escalate and you get rid of your weapons and you think now the relationship with the United States is going to improve, that's when they attack you and get you out of power. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. so 
is doing the most rational thing. Mm-hmm. Um, none of the, I know the argument is always that, um, you know, we have to keep weapons from people because you don't know if they're going to be rational actors. But I think <laughs> Kim Jong-un is more rational than Donald Trump. Right? And <laughs> He was talking too reckless. <laughs> country to country, I don't think any country should be able to tell any other country how to, you know, arm themselves. Mm-hmm. Forcefully, that's just how I feel. No, nah, that's real talk. Like, how we're always the police of the world. We run around telling every country, here's what you need to do. And then we don't look at ourselves on what we need to do. And it's always, it always amazes me, right? Like, our policies always dictate to nations around the world, you know, you need to get rid of your nuclear weapons, but we're going to keep ours. And we're going to keep our stockpile. You know what I mean? And so with King John un yeah, he's basically like, yo, what? I have a country to protect, too. It's just like you have a country to protect. So what, you think I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, show you what I got? I mean, hell, we show our stockpile of missiles all the time. We're showing our, you know, when we launch weapons and have military exercises in the Pacific Rim, what do you think we're doing? We're flexing our muscle. We're like, here's what we can do. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I, I just think, you know, unfortunately, we, unfortunately, we have two madmen in power and you know it's almost like which madman is gonna blink first and it's really like it's like a standoff it's like a you know a standoff at the okay corral right with their guns on it with their hands on their guns and like okay you shoot first no you shoot first and i'm like yo just keep you know two little two little motherfuckers man calm down you know what i'm saying y'all, y'all both just fighting for power and you know it, it's some scary shit going on man he was talking too reckless and i don't think anybody's gonna Plus the great grapefruit, man. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think so. He's one. He's the thing. He's the craziest thing. When I started looking, it's very ironic that nuclear weapons have actually made the world safer. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to pull the trigger. Yeah, nobody wants to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Ever since um, Russia developed atomic weapons to balance our atomic weapons, and mm-hmm. then we had the Russian influence, and then and then, yeah, the Cold and, then War. The, and then the the U.S. There wasn't any war. All the war, the biggest wars, the most destructive wars used to happen in Europe. People forget about this. Europeans were always at war with each other. It was France mm-hmm. versus England and Spain and Portugal and Germany. They were always at war and they, they were really big wars that had a lot of uh, casualties. Mm-hmm. But ever since nuclear weapons, you haven't seen any wars in Europe. <laughs> I mean, think, think about it. Has there been a war um, like between two countries that both have atomic weapons? No. I can't think of no, anything. No. So yeah, it's like you said, Rob. It's essentially it has made made everything everything safer, uh, just in a in a weird fucked up kind of way. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Irony, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you would think that um, you know, especially. I mean, you think of the irony that you know the U.S. is the only country in the world to ever ever use an atomic weapon, and now they're trying to dictate you know the uh, to the rest of the world. Oh, you can't you can't do this. You right. can't you can't right. have this kind of thing. But um, it's uh. Honestly, it's really it's really just a stalemate. Seriously, it's even before like the they um they developed this uh, ballistic missile, it was still a stalemate between the U.S. and uh, North Korea. I mean, let's let's take for example if the U.S. were to attack North Korea, even even if North Korea didn't have the ability to send a, uh, a missile to the U.S., they could wipe out South Korea in like fifteen seconds. Very easily, very easily, and like we're talking about, like tens of millions of people dead. Mm-hmm. So, and the U.S. and the South Korea is a very close ally of the United States. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like you know what's going on now is actually um, making things any worse. It's actually just more of the same, essentially. 
because it's not like um, it's not like um, the the U.S. has any military options towards North Korea right now. Anyway, even before even before they're able to launch any, any kind of a nuclear weapon or any kind of missile against against the U.S. Because we can't afford to have South Korea, where there's a, there's a military bases, big military bases in the U.S. U.S. military bases there, mm-hmm. uh, to just be completely wiped off wiped off the map essentially. Right. Seoul is like. The DMZ is like a suburb of Seoul, Korea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, both sides need to calm down. Yeah. Um, you can't stop them from developing weapons. There's really mm-hmm. nothing you can do. You know, you want to talk tough, but there's really not, not, there's not much you can do. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I don't support their own uh, regime, and I wish that the people of North Korea would rise up and get rid of him, but... It's not our place to do it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't really see. Uh, did you see? Did you guys see the video of that um, uh, North Korean soldier like crossing crossing the border? Yeah, that was crazy. But that shit crazy. Did you see it too? Yeah, I didn't see it. Nah. Mm-hmm. So it was basically um, a North Korean so- soldier. He like uh, he had a truck and he like crashed into a tree and he like got out and started running towards the South Korean border. And like there are other North Korean soldiers that they're shooting. They shot. They shot him. Oh like, shit! Tried, and he like got he got across the border. They they just dragged him like uh, like across the border. And they took him to the hospital. Or whatever. He got, like bullet holes and shit. I like, think he survived and everything. Right? Didn't he? I think he did. Oh, yeah. Word. So they took survived. him back to North Korea. No, no. They they, they kept him. Oh, they kept him yeah, in South Korea. Oh, he was so he, trying to defect. So he that shit was dramatic. So he made it. So he yeah. made it. To South yeah, he made it. Oh, he made it right. South Korea. But he yeah. got like he, he got like nigga, you made it. So all those soldiers all is looking at each other like. Yeah, maybe we can run. Like, I have to shoot you. Yeah. Like, oh you shit, know. you got a red dot on your head too. <laughs> oh shit, man, dude. Yeah, he took yeah. that. Shit was so dramatic. Man. Wow, I gotta check that shit out. Yeah, yeah it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was fuck it. I can't take this shit. <laughs> yeah, Fucking, he got a fucked up fade, man. Like, I'm taking orders. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need my internet. <laughs> run, run. Like, I take orders from a dude with a fucked up haircut. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah. Um, so moving on. Um, so um, a couple weeks ago, um, a total of uh, two hundred ten thousand gallons of oil leaked from the uh, Keystone pipeline in South Dakota. Uh, the pipeline's operator, TransCanada, said. Um, so in March, uh, Donald Trump's administration officially issued a permit that approved construction of the uh, Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, that approval. Uh, followed years of intense debate over the pipeline amid hefty opposition from environmental groups who argued the pipeline supports the extraction of crude oil from oil sands, which pumps about 17% more greenhouse gases than standard crude oil extraction. Environmentalists also opposed the pipeline because it would it would cut uh, across the uh, Ogallala uh, Aquifer, which is one of the world's largest underground deposits of fresh water. What do you guys think about this uh, oil spill? Oof. I mean, they try to warn us, right, with the the protest that they had mm-hmm. last year. Exactly. And yep. they sprayed them with water. Yep. In the, in the, in the freezing cold. Why are you bringing yep. up old shit? <laughs> they tried. They tried to warn they us. They tried to tell mm-hmm. them. You know? And now we see, it's just, so XL has passed already, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to They still going to do it. it. Yep. Um, I mean, what else? I mean, this is a proof in the pudding, man. And I, lo- I know a lot of people like to make fun of uh, environmentalists, you know, tree hugging, whatever. But the work that they've done, you know, in um, in bringing 
environmental issue to the conscience, and the, you know, and you can see it with what the uh, Native Americans were doing with the XL you know, pipeline. Mm-hmm. They've done a great job, and they should be commended. Yep. Um, with Trump in office and the EPA being gutted, I don't know if there's anything we can do about the XL pipeline right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. at a certain point, the country is going to have to look into the future, man, and. Stop thinking about the present and let's look like 100 years in the future. What, what we need to do so we can stop. We can stop, you know, depending on crude. Mm-hmm. Right? Why don't we start some shit to improve the combustion engine? <laughs> we try. We try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Tesla, Tesla does. Do they use a combustion engine? No, uh, they, no. Um, electric. They're all electric. Electric, electric. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, electric. You know? And you, you can't even, you know, try to subsidize these small, in, you know, these emerging industries. Without getting a lot of shit from the oil, you know, the oil companies and yeah. conservatives, special, special interests, right? Yeah. Not so, to, not to mention that uh, Trump, he also uh, he also repealed the uh, um, uh, environmental standards, the uh, MPG standards for for car companies in the in the I think the next twenty years or something like yeah. that. They were supposed to reach, so he repealed that, so they don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Shithead, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like you know, like you were saying, Rob. The, People don't think about well. First of all, you're dealing with you know um, the what are the deniers, mm-hmm. the, the environmental, the environmentalist deniers. I don't you know how you say it, but um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, me and my pronunciations of some of these words. <laughs> but anyway, you know, the, you know these climate change deniers. Thank you. I had to think about it. Brains kicked in. There we go. Fired on all. Fired some synapses. Are you on pills? Yeah, I might be on the same one. Shit, I'm drinking the water. Who knows what the fuck's in this water? <laughs> we we pronounce shit here. This isn't drink shops. <laughs> Be good. Be good. Yeah, man. But real talk, you know, it's sad, man. Nobody, nobody takes it seriously. And you know, like we were saying, you know, they tried to tell us. You know, what I'm saying the protesters were saying, "Do not build this pipeline. It will damage the environment." And come to find out, it was a, some sort of weight that was on the pipe. You know what I'm saying? That caused it to, you know, to spill. And all, all you know, it just seen companies run this country, which is crazy to me. Big yeah. business. It's crazy. They just have such a huge heavy hand in our government and in our policies. Big business <laughs> controls America. Big business controls America. Shout out KRS for real. Shout out KRS. So there was a stress test on those pipelines. Mm-hmm. I think they were only supposed to, there was a regulation that they were supposed to use uh, seventy per, up to 70% of the stress. Mm-hmm. But... When Trump got into office, they lifted that regulation. So now they were at 80%, and that's why the accident happened. You know, mm-hmm. he's fucking up everything. This motherfucker been in office for a year. How much shit has he fucked up? You know what I'm saying? But to your point about, you know, um, in terms of why can't we find, you know, alternatives, right? When you look at our dependency on oil and just different type of, you know, um, harmful substances that drive our country... People always say, you know, what else could we do? Why would I want to go, you know, electric? Or why would I want to go with this, you know, cleaner energy alternative? What's sad is that when you look at countries like Brazil, they had a gasoline crisis in the 70s. They converted the entire dependency from oil to ethanol. Mm -hmm. And do you know motherfucking, and I said motherfucking General Motors, they, and all, and you know what I'm saying? They build cars for that market. So they build wow. ethanol-based engines, you know, and for the for the Brazilian market. So why the fuck don't they do that here? You know what I'm saying? So that's to tell you the fuckery that go on, you know what I'm saying, that nobody looks at and says, man, you can cut your dependency. Brazil can do it. We're supposed to be the, the biggest, the, the most powerful country in the world. You mean to tell me we can't be the most influential and the most, you know, common sense country in the world to say, shit, if Brazil can do it, so can we. It's the oil lobby. 
You know, or yeah, whatever. so exactly bribery. You know, yeah. what I'm saying lobbying. And even if you look at um, like um, like solar, wind, all that power, all that all that stuff. Even when you're trying to do um, like um, solar power, wind power, any kind of alternate uh, energy. Um, the U.S. government it subsidizes oil companies to develop these things. This was a Bush a Bush uh, initiative where mm. they basically uh, created all these subsidies for uh, for alternate fuels, and but they didn't give it to like actual alternative fuel companies. Mm. They gave it to the oil industries right. to quote unquote develop these things yeah. or whatever. Can, can you imagine if they actually gave it to like solar companies, wood, wind companies, how far, how much farther along yes. they would be? What incentive do they really have to uh, to develop these in any kind of quick, quick manner? They don't. No, no. So, yeah, that, that, that's that's that, that's the number. The number whole company one. is built on oil. So yeah. The, the whole infrastructure. Exactly. So for them to change to, you know, renewable sources, that means they would, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they've already made projections and investments oh. and mm-hmm. how much longer it's going to take for certain yeah. equipment to pay itself off. Yep. So they're not going to push. <laughs> so see, <laughs> you know? and, that's, and that's what I'm saying. And, and I guess more or less it was more rhetorical than anything. It's like, this is why you look at shit and you're like, you see, this is not, this is the lack of common sense we use, you know, mm-hmm. where people don't think this shit through, mm-hmm. you know, we're only looking at it from a special interest perspective. And it's sad that these fucking idiots during Trump camp, Trump's campaign, this is probably why I'm mad. This is probably an impromptu telling why you're mad segment. But, you know, during the campaign, you talking about draining the swamp and shit. I'm like, common sense would tell you he is the fucking critter in the swamp. You know You know what I'm saying? So He's a swamp creature. He's a swamp crit- critter, man. I never liked you anyway. <laughs> so, never, yeah, never liked that motherfucker. But I think that's how we, that's the environment that we're in that we have to deal with constantly is that our government is paid off. They Their first um, allegiance is to their their donors, mm-hmm. absolutely. Fuck the country. Yeah, we have a country that's very short sighted. Mm-hmm. Like I remember before we came to this country, like my my parents would, you know, my, my dad would be talking to other dude, you know, his friends or whatever, and they'd be talking about how they love America because America thinks forward. They're thinking twenty, thirty years ahead. Mm. Maybe then, <laughs> in the eighties, seventies, sixties, but we know currently our whole system is is incentivized. For the short term, from Wall Street, only caring about their quarters, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. to everything. Everything's just very short term, man. We never think 30, 40 years ahead. And yeah. that's going to be our biggest, uh, you know, cause for our decline because China thinks 100 years ahead. Yeah, exactly. on real exactly. talk. And if you think if you think about like the whole like Keystone XL pipeline, what, what was their narrative that they were that they were going towards uh, as far as like building a pipeline? Jobs. You're talking about jobs. Oh, jobs, 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 jobs. But that, but people are so nearsighted and mm-hmm. stupid <laughs> that they don't realize that if you build a fucking pipeline, you only need like maybe a handful, a few dozen people yeah. to maintain it. So you're talking about like maybe a f- some like a lot of uh, intensive effort up front. But after that, in the future, maybe like a couple dozen people to yeah. to maintain this pipeline. So you're actually cutting a lot of jobs. It's like like you said, like yeah. <laughs> It's like they put, they get that one word, the narrative, and run with it. Just like that's why, you know, when old boy Trump, when he talks, he repeats the same word. You're fired. Fired. You know, jobs, jobs, jobs. They say the same shit. Task us. Task us. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to repeal it. You know, I'm going to repeal it. I'm going to get rid of this. It's like this, they keep on with the echo. 
and they buy into it. And these, like you said, stupid motherfuckers. Did, did, did you guys hear about the uh, the uh, Trump tax cuts bill? Where uh, the the name that Trump wanted to give the uh, the tax cuts bill? No, he wa- he wanted funny name. He wanted to name the tax the the uh, the tax cuts bills the cuts 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 bill. Fucking two year old. <laughs> exactly. Fucking two year old. <laughs> Fucking kindergarten motherfucker. But he knows he knows who he's appealing oh, to. Oh man. And and, it's, and and you know and the thing about it is I know I, I know we talked about it in a couple episodes ago. Like, wouldn't you feel offended? I'll feel offended. I'm like, yo, man, don't call me stupid, but. You're fucking stupid. You listen to that motherfucker? You really believe that he was going to, you know, really work in your interest? Fuck it. Oh, yeah, we will get into this next yeah, week. Yeah, I know. We're yeah, going to get into this. Preview, week. preview. No, no, no. no. You insulted him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that whole task cut thing. Wait till next week. We're really, really going to get into it. Wait till next week, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that shit passed in the middle of the night, so we're going we gonna to talk about that yeah, shit next when week. When we were drinking and getting fucked up. See how Trump knew? Yep. <laughs> During happy hour. Exactly. We hope they get right. Like, what? Pass. It's football season. What, what game's on? <laughs> What's the score then? What's the score? <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought so, it was a run. No. Since, since we're talking shit right now, it's um, more people got so more angry about the way the New York Giants treated Eli <laughs> than they got. All are gonna get mad about this tax. Uh, bill. Not us. Yeah, it's gonna be a tell them why you mad segment. Fuck that. Well, so, we'll see how they feel once they get the their their, uh, their IRS uh, ten mm-hmm. they do our ten forty. Um, Next or a couple of years or whatever, yeah. when so that we'll, bubble bursts again, yeah. we'll, see, we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see. We'll see how people uh, how people react to that. They probably blame immigrants. <laughs> blame, blame Obama. Need a scapegoat. <laughs> it's Obama's fault, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, next story. Uh, so net neutrality is in the news. So um, the Republican-held Federal Communication Communications Commission is expected to pull the plug on net neutrality rules. But uh, tech, tech companies, entrepreneurs, and other uh, others uh, concerned users are vowing uh, to not go down without a fight. So on one side are internet service providers who believe rolling back the Obama-era rules will allow them to innovate, quote-unquote, and offer customers new options at more competitive prices. Tech companies, however, including Google, Facebook, and Apple, have warned that this could set a dangerous precedent allowing these internet service providers to become gatekeepers of information and entertainment. What do you guys think about this? <laughs> what what kills me with this whole thing, man, you you have some of the major tech companies saying, don't do this. These fucking... I know this is going to be a very vulgar-filled <laughs> podcast from T. Black. No, 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 no. You insulted them a little bit. These fucking idiots in power will not listen to the people who have the actual knowledge and the capabilities to understand how this will impact consumers. But again, it's like we just said about the Keystone Pipeline. Big business controls America. You know, they're basically, you know, love Verizon, but I'm going to call you out. Verizon, you know, I like my cell phone shit, like my service. But AT&T, Time Warner, Comcast, all you motherfuckers, you know what you're in this for. Just like, you know, the article talked about, right? It's about pricing. So they can control, okay, you want to have more bandwidth? We're going to charge you more money. You want least bandwidth? We're going to charge you less, um, at least a, you know, less pricing. But hold on. But what we can do, we can control your bandwidth. So you can pay you know, a large amount of money for the X, let's call it the, you know, the big package, and they can slow you down. So you're not really getting the full potential or the full bandwidth of what you're paying for. So one way or the other, you're getting screwed, man. It's basic fucking mathematics. You know what I'm saying? Plug the segment. <laughs> yeah, and like 
they, you know, they, I think they've been really mad about the fact that they can't control the internet. Exactly. The internet is yeah. like a fair, you know, mm-hmm. uh, playing ground. Mm-hmm. If you start a YouTube channel, Three Kings, Fisher Three Kings podcast. Check us out. Check us out. Um, you have just as much of a, you know, the, the playing field is level where you, we go up against CNN, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you see like big channels that have grown up, grown up like, for example, news is uh, the, the Young Turks. Mm-hmm. They have way more viewers, way more subscribers than CNN does. So now what these ISPs are trying to do is, you know, be gatekeepers where they, there doesn't need to be a gatekeeper. You know, they talk about free markets. That's a free market right there. Exactly. exactly. You just can't exactly. slow people's, you know, access or, you know, um, because <clears throat> somebody paid more. Then that takes the, you know, there's no, the fair competition doesn't exist. Exactly. If you do that. And these, these, these GOPers, they, they're, all, they're always talking about like, free and open markets or whatever it's, it's complete complete bullshit the funny thing about it is that you have like huge companies on both sides of this issue mm. like T you said AT&T Verizon um, Comcast all these are huge companies but Facebook Google Apple those are the probably the three of the especially Content. Google and Apple the th- two of the to the, the two biggest companies probably in the United States around the world, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can imagine how much money they're pouring into lobbying lobbying for this issue. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't really think it's um, it's a money it's a money thing uh, as far as like that. I think it's more of a control thing. I think it's con- a thing to control mm-hmm. like um, insurgent insurgent um, uh, media outlets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's a thing so that um, you would get only like corporate sponsored news. Essentially, mm. so you can't just get like um, um, uh, outlets like Young Turks, uh, other alternative news sites that aren't that are not controlled by by corporations. Mm. I think that it's, it's because they're they're, they're they're trying to control the narrative mm. and, and keep um, a certain segment of people in power because it doesn't really make sense. If you're if you're talking about like free and open markets, this com- this flies completely in the face. Of free and open markets, and don't think that it just just affects like liberal out, outlets. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the the fucking blaze, the fucking blaze. They're 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 be affected by this shit too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Alex Jones, and Alex Jones, all these all these right wing assholes. They're they're affected by this shit too. But uh, the so basically, what is probably going to happen is that they're going to charge people um, tiers for tiers of, mm-hmm. of packages. Yeah. So. Um, for example, they'll charge T. They'll charge, let's say Verizon or whoever, mm-hmm. they're going to charge you like 50, 50 bucks for a basic package mm-hmm. that includes, you know, you're going to get good streaming for YouTube, Netflix, um, and iTunes, let's say. But if you want to get um, Young Turks or Three Kings Podcast, then you'd have to pay an extra $20. I'm paying it. Or whatever. It. I'm paying that $20. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Listeners, please pay that extra $20. To Come on, 70 to, uh, bucks. Three, it's just $70. Three, King, three Kings podcast. Yes, please, please pay. Please pay. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, essentially, you're, you're, you're basically charging people a tax for, um, for wanting to listen to a certain content versus another. Essentially, is 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 what is what's going on. So that's going to affect like the smaller the smaller niche boutique uh, brand uh, media outlets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's going to um, essentially bolster the big, the giant, the uh, NBCs, the uh, Disney, ABC, um, uh, CNN, um, uh, Turner. All those. Who they own? Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Like Comcast owns NBC. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. But they getting their ass kicked on YouTube. Yep. 
smaller channels with far fewer resources. Exactly. So I think, like, a lot of people, especially younger people, are watching way more YouTube than they watch. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, the cord cut is real, dog. Yeah. The cord cut is real. We're cutting the cord. We're cutting the cord. Yeah. I haven't had cable in two years. Mm-hmm. Right? Slave the files. <laughs> I'm a slave. Exactly. So they, they lost content viewers. So mm-hmm. that's that's this is a way for them to get it. So so get access. Yeah. You know, every ISP is probably gonna own a cable company. Well yeah, yep. you see you know, the you know? Nerd, you know? Mm-hmm. and yeah. just because they have the, the the money, they wanna be able to control who who, you know, the access to the to the uh, content and mm-hmm. limit and the options, a, right? That's that's the a, a bullshit. Yep, and that's the AT and T Time Warner merger to limit options too. Yep, consolidate the market too. Yep. So everything we're saying, man, I'm telling you, y'all go out and get a book, George Orwell, 1984. They even have the movie. <laughs> if you want to see what's happening, just basically check that out, 1984. Yeah. This, this goes across all ideologies. So, mm-hmm. right, left. Yeah, I better get together, man, and fight this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and the one thing I wanted to mention about this is that um, they they talk about like uh, being able to uh, uh, offer more choices, but just the um, internet service provider model is completely flies against that because, um, like for example, FiOS and Comcast, they can't service the same area, so they they have it they have a monopolized so that's um, okay. So FiOS, Verizon FiOS, you 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 take um, I don't know DC. Yep. And um, and uh, Comcast, you take uh, Northern Virginia yeah, or whatever, exactly. uh, but but neither neither the two shall like inter- interlap. So yeah. you so you so you so you so they have essentially created a monopoly system without actually having a monopoly. Yeah, and maybe, yeah. they have several monopolies yeah. going going around. So if you live in Northern Virginia, they have a monopoly on it. If you live in DC, they have a monopoly. If you're in, D- in New York, it's Time Warner. You can't get like Verizon FiOS. Now you have FiOS in some place. That's what I was gonna say. It's even smaller. It's streets. They go by name. Yeah, exactly. Like, like streets. So but, but what I'm saying is you can't choose to have like Verizon Files or Time Warner. Oh, it's it's either. either you have either or. Gotcha. So you can so you can't, okay, you can't be like, oh, Verizon Files has cheaper prices than uh, the Time Warner. Oh, so let me go over the way Let that. me mix it up. Let me get cable, you know, through files. Let exactly. me get my internet. Yeah, you can't do exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Right. You, you can't do that. You're right. So you're it's right. so it, it really it really it, it's completely flies against what they're what they're talking about as far as like innovation and choice. So this this will give you even less choice than than anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you said it. It's uh, 1984. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. That that yo, when you read yeah that book, er, er, whatever they say, whatever, freedom yeah. and choice is probably the, the opposite. I read that book, man. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember reading that, like, yo, this is some crazy shit. Yeah. And they even got the movie for people who don't like to read, man. <laughs> I mean, the movie's titled Donald Trump's America. <laughs> <laughs> Orange Bat Productions. <laughs> wait, wait, is that an acronym? What, was, that, what, was that another acronym? <laughs> Get my cricket crew. <laughs> Gotta love them. What up? <laughs> what up? OBP. Nah, I mean, oh, no, nah, man, it's OBAT. Orange, yeah. I think it's orange, orange Bat Productions. Yeah, orange, oh, yeah, well, you know, Orange Bitch Ass Trunk Productions. Oh, I just call it Old Bat Productions, man. You're making this complicated, man. Oh, See how simple that? See the simple cricket sound? Make it simple, man. Make it simple on the acronym. Even, even the, the crickets are not. They're not feeling you. No, they feel, they consistent. They're, Same hand claps. They're, they're not. They're, they're not. They're not claps. <laughs> they claps. They're man. definitely not claps. Like, man, move on with the motherfuckers. <laughs> but, but pay the extra twenty dollars and get the producing this podcast, please. So, um, moving on to the next story, um, we have the story of uh, Centoya Brown. So. Um, 
The case of a woman uh, named Satoya Brown has uh, recently gone viral on social media, even though she has already been in jail for more than 10 years. So uh, she's serving a life sentence for the murder of a national man in 2004. According to Brown, after a childhood uh, marked by abuse and drugs, she was raped and forced into prostitution by a pimp and that ended up, ended up killing one of her clients out of self-defense when she was just 16 years old. Despite her youth, uh, she was tried as an adult and given a life sentence. What do you guys think about uh, her case? And uh, it's been um, just um, kind of pop, popped back up in uh, social media recently. Uh, from what I read, uh, she robbed the dude. From what I understand, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she left with his wallet. So I don't know. You know, she, the people claim that it was self-defense. But I don't know. Seems like she robbed him. Mm-hmm. And he was a victim, but nobody seems to care that he was a victim because because he was buying pussy. <laughs> that, that should not be something to vilify you so bad that people don't care if you're if you're a victim. So, I mean, if, if that's somebody in your family, you want justice. Mm-hmm. So they had to try her as an adult. I mean, if they try her as a as a minor, that means she can get out when she's nineteen. Are we happy with somebody doing? Three years for a murder. So, I know she had a tough life, a horrible life, man. And by the way, that that pimp's name is uh, Cutthroat. <laughs> we didn't make that up. Pimp life, man. It's pimp life. <laughs> so, uh, which is an odd name for a pimp, man. Did Usually, you, pimps have names like you know Don Juan. This <laughs> motherfucker's name was Cutthroat. Did, did he have a Cadillac too? A purple suit. There's no telling. This guy sounds like a bootleg pimp. <laughs> it's hard out here for pimps. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp. But yeah, so I mean, that's my take, man. I, I'd have to look more into the actual court proceedings, but let's not be quick to just forget about the other victim in this whole thing. You know, you're you're right, Rob. It's it's two. It's many sides into this story. You know, I didn't get into the details myself, but I think the biggest issue is, you know, the human trafficking. And I think that's where the sympathy and empathy is coming from. Um, If, you know, if you're driven into that life and, you know, the time, you know, because of all the, the, you know, the torture and the things that she was going through, you know what I'm saying? Being forced into being basically a sex slave, right? Um, And and for her to just, you know, to really take it out on this guy who basically, if, if I'm not mistaken... It was basically like she was living with him as a sex slave, mm-hmm. right? And if, you know, it's like anything when, you know, when our people were in slavery, you know, hundreds of years ago, she rebelled. But mm-hmm. I thought he just picked her up nah. for just like a session. He, she was living with him? Nah, she was, yeah, she was as a sex slave. No, yeah. you're you're talking about the, see, you're talking about the pimp. Rob, you're talking about the victim. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about the victim. So, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that. You're Let talking me, about cutthroat. Cutthroat. <laughs> So, yeah. T has sympathy for cutthroat, by the way. No, I really don't. I was going to say, kill that motherfucker. I'm going to start. Give us free. Yeah, <laughs> cutthroat needs to. Yeah, but yeah, cutthroat should have been one. But get see, the and, and unfortunately, but what I'm saying is the impact from cutthroat led to this unfortunate victim. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt okay, you. Bro. But, um, I'm glad you, you talked about this because um, when I first read about this case, mm-hmm. I had like a very visceral reaction to it because I read the headlines and I read the stories and, and whatnot. But then when I read a little bit more, I 
I kind of like have a little more balanced um, approach to the, this case. Yeah. I think because the um, like you said, T the uh, the the headlines and, and some of the, some of these stories will have you thinking that she is like um, she was like it actually literally said that she was bought by yeah, that's what, uh, yeah. by the uh, the person that she killed. Yeah, but she wasn't bought. It's not like it's not like she. It's not like you know um, the the, uh, the the person that, that she killed you know purchased her from her pimp or whatever. She was out trying to make make money. She and he and um, you know he he picked, he, her, he, he picked her up, purchased a service from her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what it was. It, they, it made it sound like it was sex trafficking, like like the the victim was sexual sex trafficking her, mm-hmm. but he he actually wasn't. So yeah. So after I I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, is that. A lot of these stories, they, they're like clickbait yeah. and shit like that. They they, they they do they do these kind of these kind of, kind of tricks. Sympathy. And words matter. Yeah, words matter they in do. these kind of things, and they 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 lead to people to thinking certain things. Mm-hmm. So that that's very important. They play upon people's emotions. Exactly, exactly. You th- you hear you hear he bought her or sex trafficking. Yeah. It leads yeah. it leads you to think a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. It bothered me the way that they portrayed that guy. It's exactly. Like, yeah. Damn, he died. Exactly. Right, and that's the thing. So that's what, and you know, what I was kind of going towards was, well, what I was going, you know, kind of bringing this story home to say, unfortunately, that you know, the victim, the murder victim, caught the wrath of where you know she really needs to kill cutthroats ass. Exactly. And, but it's unfortunate, you know what I mean? And that's why I'm just like, you know, damn, it, it, it's it's fucked up on both sides of the fence. But you know, again. We got to be careful, you know, as we're talking about now, that we have to be very careful that we don't fall victim to just the, the headline and understand the details behind it. Because a lot of people are definitely saying that they're for Centoya Brown. And, you know, I don't, you know, wish to jail upon no one and because she was young and all that stuff. So, I, And I would say, again, I think they should have been a little bit of understanding of the circumstances. Right. Mm-hmm. I think they should have understood that. Unfortunately, she was she was a, she was 16. Exactly. Right. And as a 16 year old being, you know, under the influence of, you know, anyone to do to basically being sex trafficked and being a prostitute, that's something you need to take into consideration. So I think the argument needs to go that way rather than you're right to dis you're right, Rob and sir. Don't disregard the life that was taken, but just look at the impact of the of the perpetrator and maybe look at it as. Even if they had to look at it as maybe, you know, second degree murder or manslaughter or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Yeah. That's when I think it would have been taken a little bit more, you know, uh, you know, in consideration and had a balance. Exactly. I, I don't think I don't think that this, this person should have been sh- charged or, no, or convicted with first degree murder. That, right. that seems like way over the top. Like malicious. Yeah. And it was ma- I, right. I mean, just the fact that you had like um, certain you had uh, you had this person saying that, you know, uh, she she felt threatened for her life, this kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, we don't know if it happened, if it, if that's what happened or whatever. But I mean, that's what that's what that's what they're saying. But it's it's. I just think it's interesting that they wouldn't take her word for 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 self defense when they would take somebody like George Zimmerman. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. but you're you're still like overcharged. Even George Zimmerman wasn't charged like first degree murder. No, no, he was. No, he was. no was it? Was I it first degree? It was first degree. I don't think it was. I think it was maybe second or something. It was manslaughter. Uh, we might have to check that because if it was first degree, and that's why he got off because they couldn't uh, prove yeah. first. They couldn't yeah. prove first degree. I think so. Right? They couldn't prove it because of the stand your ground law. So the st- so first degree wouldn't stick. And what my whole issue with that case was. They should have went first, second, manslaughter, whatever they could to make sure something stuck, just like they tried to do with the dude in San Fran. You know what I mean? That's assuming that the uh, prosecutor wanted wanted to convict him. Mm, Real talk. (laughs) Yeah. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, we have to do the research on that. Yeah, yeah, but 
Yeah, I, I'm so, not. Sh- I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, if it was first degree. This, ca- this I'm, case, I'm not. Hard, I'm not 100 yeah. sure because because, yeah. because first right, degree right. first degree murder it, it requires a pre- requires a Malice. what was it called like Pre-med- premeditated premeditated, premeditated intent and I don't think that I don't think anybody could have really like said that I, I, I I'm I'm pretty sure it was second degree murder I'm pretty sure but I'm not 100 percent sure so I can't really say mm-hmm. but I do think that this was this this it shines a light on the fact that black people are overcharged. Mm-hmm. On cases, and secondly, Preach. that they're um, they're charged as adults much more so than other people are, because I'm not sure what the um, what the uh, how they distinguish how they decide whether to charge somebody as an adult versus as a minor, but I do know that if you're black, then you have a much higher chance of being charged as an adult versus oh, yeah. if you're any, any other any Definitely. other race. And, and let's not forget, she did kill a white man. Yep. Uh, yep. In Tennessee. In Tennessee. Yep. So exactly. Um, I'm I'm absolutely hundred percent positive that 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 was a, a very big factor white man yeah. in Tennessee. Yeah. So, so one plus one equals two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I mean, she should, definitely should have done some time, but you know, um, they should have taken into account, you know, the fact of you know what she's been through in her life. Yeah. And the obstacles in her life and the fact that she has a fetal alcohol syndrome. Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. Um, so those are things that they should have taken into account. But yeah, like we say, it's, uh, it's Tennessee. And yeah. she should do some time. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. But again, it's, it's Tennessee. She killed a white man. so She'll get the maximum. Exactly. Throw they, the kitchen, they'll throw the kitchen sink at her. Shit. They'll throw the electric chair. They and, sure did. And not put, not put her in it. <laughs> They sure did, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, Rob. I think she just has done some done some time, but I think she was like way overcharged. Um, but there had there had to be some balance there, and and I don't think that that what she uh, that what she got she got what she deserved. And this is we're talking about somebody who was uh, who's um, essentially sex trafficked. So there, there's some there's some obviously some rehabilitation that can that can be had there. So there's mm-hmm. no reason just like it's not like we're talking about some like lifelong or maybe give her criminal uh, something an early parole. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> because what what it sounds like happened to me is like she was probably going through his pockets. Mm-hmm. He caught her. He threatened her. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she feared for her life. The trauma. And yeah. She pulled out her gun and shot him. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's very possible. Yeah, and the trauma in her life. It's yeah. very possible, but yeah, that that's it's really sad. But uh, apparently, Kim Kardashian has like uh, has like essentially sent her lawyers to uh, to uh, look over the case and everything, and just like uh, um, essentially try to get her like a new trial or something. So something something positive is happening with this this exposure. Wait, so. wait, wait. So the, the DOJ doesn't investigate these type of cases. They don't investigate black people. Sorry. Oh right. Yeah, Unless it's affirmative action, you know. Then, oh, of then course. They'll, they'll yeah, try to get that's that, right. That yeah, Jeff right. Sessions, great yeah. fucking job. Thank, thanks, Jeff. Thanks. Fucking asshole! You, you you're going to prison next. Yep. It's gonna be it's Jeffrey. Gonna, it's gonna <laughs> Jeffrey. It's gonna go, it's gonna go Flynn, Kushner, Sessions, then Trump, and then Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, y'all, what you gonna do? Y'all can share so the Ebla Kelf himself, <laughs> Keebler Elf, <Keebler> Elf, <laughs> Drink Champs. I'm high man. Shout out, shout out, Drink Champs. <laughs> no doubt. Hashtag Ebla Kelf pills. <laughs> Percocet Molly Percocet <laughs> Shout out Future <laughs> So yeah um, So you have another um, Another case uh, Involving uh, Involving the police uh, And um, The uh, criminal justice system And black people 
So, um, the recently the drug conviction, convictions of 15 men in Chicago have been thrown out after they claimed they were framed years earlier by a police sergeant who went to prison for a related crime and his team of officers. So the men who, uh, whose charges were tossed uh, alleged that uh, Watts uh, and his team of officers planted drugs on them during arrests between 2003 and 2008, then falsified police reports leading to their convictions. Uh, according to the Exoneration Project, a free legal clinic in, at the University of Chicago uh, Law School that presented the cases to county prosecutors. What do you guys think about this? Well, I mean, we've talked about many corrupt police cases and, you know, I hope people are starting to be aware that police do shit you know hey man do they do they do shit Wait i mean, a minute. I you, mean you mean shot. you mean when when cops put on their uniform you mean all all uh, more more in uh, immoral things about their personality and everything it doesn't just disappear no not at all really man. because guess what they're human wow wait a minute <laughs> breaking news they're human breaking news breaking news they're ladies fucked and up like everyone else in in the world you know, and again, and th- this was in Chicago. Fuck, man, Rahm Emanuel, <laughs> you you need to do you need to get you need to be next. So what's the order we got going on? We got uh, we got Clinton and Kushner, uh-huh. Sessions and Trump, and then let's go to states. Junior, let's not forget about Junior. Junior. Oh, Junior. And then yeah, we'll yeah. go down to the states, you know, and into the cities. Yo, Rahm Emanuel, what the fuck's going on in your city, dude? That like, I mean, really, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it's crazy, man, and 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 you know this is not the first time, and and, I, and not even, and you know what, I'm gonna take it up to even to to the governor of Illinois. This shit happens a lot in that state. There's tons of corrupt cop cases and false imprisonment cases up there, man, where brothers are being exonerated. The level of shit that go on in that town, but you know, on the, you know, on the flip side of that, man, Chicago's always been a fucked up corrupt city, man. Yeah, yep. you For know what I'm saying? Time. For decades, yep. right? Like, you know, easily pushing over 100 years. I mean, even the Al Capone days, yeah. you know, prohibition yeah. days. Chicago has a has a history of being corrupt. So, Thanks, Obama. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of corruption in that city. Yeah, you know and, what I'm saying? And the police force, too. So, hey, who's surprised? <laughs> uh, not uh, us. You know, I mean, this is what they do. If you spent any time, you know, if we grew up in the hood or whatever, you have friends oh, that did certain things, they will tell you, or, or classmates will tell you what, what happens on the block, right? Mm-hmm. When the cops come through, yep. they'll, take their, they'll, take their, they'll take their money and take their drugs, you know? Tell the truth. <laughs> Uh, Alonzo from uh, Training Day was not an exception. Right? My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he exists. He's out there. He's real. There's a lot of them in the police force. Very true. Very true. Um, I remember, um, uh, what was it, like two, three years ago uh, when um, uh, you had the, uh, the black man who got shot by the, uh, the cop in Chicago and when the uh, the police department didn't want to release the video, and they, it was like it took like a year for them to actually release the video, and it's only because some reporters they 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 basically did some illegal maneuvering and like got the the video out. So once they released the video and they showed that the the cops they just shot the black man, um, just like that. He wasn't threatening. He wasn't threatening the cops or anything like that. And um, then then once they got the video released a year later, that's when they they charged the, the cop. So yeah, Chicago is a really, really, really fucked up city, 
and very, very corrupt. And the police organizations in Chicago, they they have a lot of power in Chicago. So that's why they were able to like suppress things like uh, videos of cops just shooting uh, shooting people, um, innocent innocent people, and the cops who do that that uh, don't don't have to go to go have to go to prison essentially like that kind of thing. So yeah, it's it's a really 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 fucked up city. Um, it, it really frustrates me because you see these these kind of cases all the time, all the time about like. Uh, cops are sh- cops are planting drugs on people. There was another case in Chicago, not Chicago, it's California. About um, there was actually there was actually video of uh, of uh, the, these people, these uh, these cops uh, stopping this this black man. Um, I think the cops were like Mexican or something like that, and uh, they they shot the they 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 stopped this black man, and they essentially the one of the cops he. Uh, he uh, uh, he dropped the he dropped some uh, he dropped some drugs on the floor. Um, one of them one of them picked him up and uh, they they, arre- they they arrested they arrested the guy and then and they they looked started looking through his things and they they placed the uh, the drugs in his wallet and and that when after they placed the drugs in the wallet they turned on the video camera for for, uh, for on their on their uniform so that so it looked so. Uh, when they they took they took the wallet and they made it seem like oh there's drugs in this person's wallet, but what they didn't know was that when you turn on the the video camera on the uniform, um, it records like thirty seconds prior to you to you turning the camera on. Mm-hmm. So they caught all that shit where where they they the cops so still recording. It was still recording before that, it's like a pre-recording. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So they recorded all that shit where the the, the, the drug the, the cops they. They, uh, they they dropped the drugs on the floor. They 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 picked it up. They put it in the wall. They they record they recorded all the all that shit essentially. So yeah, th- this kind of shit happens all the time, all the time. And but people's they they still look at cops with like a certain sort of a reverence, like almost godlike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they they can't they can do no do no wrong, even though you have thousands and thousands and thousands of cases like Philadelphia. Philadelphia is known for for shit like that. Philadelphia, New York, yeah. shit like that happens like. All the time, all the time, especially but, all these East Coast cities where yep. uh, they're ethnic whites, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, uh, Irish people, Irish Italians, Irish, yeah, went into the police yep. force, and it's like a family thing, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like generational, yeah, right? Yeah, Even when they're patrolling neighborhoods where they don't live in, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're all they come from certain families and yep. certain backgrounds, yep. Long line of police police officers in the family, right. yeah. So in those, especially in those places, Chicago is you know the same way. Is mm-hmm. that the police force are very powerful? Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. So that's why shit like this happens. It's and, a huge, it's a huge uh, organization. Like the National Police Force, you know, is very, 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 very powerful lobby. Fraternal mm-hmm. order of the police. Exactly. Exactly. Know? And the general public doesn't understand because they've been conditioned. Since like first grade, officer friendly. <laughs> you know, I didn't like him then. <laughs> didn't you? Real talk. I never liked him. I remember, man. You know, I used to look at them like, man, I hate these fucking police. And I don't know. Maybe growing up in the hood, we just had that mentality. I'm like, fuck, like NWA, fuck the police. Like, man, you fucking dirtbags. I can't stand officer shitty. Fuck yeah. officer friendly. I don't know. <laughs> officer friendly. And I and I know some cool cops, so I don't even want to get on that shit, but. You know, man, real talk. The good ones, man, just speak up, man, and definitely continue to be great cops and snitch out those fuckhead ones. I mean, man. honestly, to me, you're, you're not a good cop unless you're willing to like, snitch out, you know, yeah. the bad ones, uh, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, you ain't yeah, if you stand behind the blue code, then it's fucked up. But just that's what I'm saying. Like, the good ones who snitch them out, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. 
But it's also rough because, I mean, if you do cinch them out, then I mean, you're pretty much out of the force, essentially. Yeah. So it's, it's really a, a, a tough situation yeah. for the for biggest the quote, you know, unquote, good ones. Pac said it best, the biggest gang in America. Yep, yep. It's the biggest gang in America. Exactly, for exactly. Real. So, yeah, there's uh, tons of these stories. So you'll be hearing these uh, yeah, I mean, pretty wake often. Up. <laughs> wake up. Wake up, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> it's the first of the month. Word up. <laughs> So, uh, next story. Um, we have uh, the New York Times, which is under fire for publishing a profile of an Ohio native uh, and uh, Nazi sympathizer uh, that many saw as an attempt to nas- normalize white nationalism. Uh, the profile, uh, written by Times reporter Richard Fawcett uh, and published, uh, follows uh, Tony Hovatter, a 29 year old uh, welder from a Dayton suburb. And his path from a quote vaguely leftist rock musician quote unquote to a Nazi sympathizer and a, quote avowed white nationalist unquote. He also loves Seinfeld. What do you guys think about this? Yo, my baby Rob over here off mic just laughing. <laughs> fucking retard. But go ahead, Mike. That dude's a fucking retard. Uh, breaking news about this Nazi. <laughs> Um, ever since the story came out, uh, him, his wife, and his brother-in-law lost their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, stop! Was done. Tough break, nigga. Always <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they were not. He's not even a welder. He's working at a, at a restaurant as a waiter. <laughs> he got his balls confused. He thought waiter, welder, wel- waiter. waiter, welder. I mean, I said waiter. So, <laughs> So many people call into the place where he works that, oh, you know, the management just say, fuck it, you're fired. Fire the whole family. <laughs> the dude, his wife, his, his, do- uh, his dog. His dog lost his Y'all fired! <laughs> so, uh, you know, that we were, yeah, we were going to complain about the New York Times profiling a, um, a Nazi in the way that they did to make him seem more human, to humanize them. But now... Maybe you should do an article on all the prominent Nazis in the country. <laughs> let's find out where they work. Let's let's find out what they, you know, if we get people, you know, rational people and good people to stand up against these guys. So, yeah, I've, I've changed my whole stance on what I thought about the New York Times profiling, doing a profile of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, T, about this? You know... It was crazy when I read the when I read the article. First of all, like I was saying, man, fucking idiot. This guy contradicts himself every juncture of the article. You're like, okay, so what is it that you're? What do you? Why are you so mad? <laughs> really? Like, tell me why you're mad? Because I hear you saying, I'm not a racist, but I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. I'm like, but you just said you want the purity of the white race. You feel the white race is being threatened. That. All this other shit. It, it was like the dude. He sounds schizophrenic to me. <laughs> you know, racists now claim that they're not racist. Yeah, they always play that shit. You're like, dude, you're fucking racist. I mean, I've always been the believer. This is my firm belief. If you're racist, own it. Dude, Be- race, racist is the new nigger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. You know what? It's um. Uh, yeah, I always thought about it. There's women. So there's certain words you can say at certain groups, right, that are hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nigga is one of them. Yep. Say black right. people. Yep. from a white person. Right. 
Woman is cunt or bitch, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a very dismissive way. Mm-hmm. Cunt, you bitch. You know, she, white she, people. You say that pretty freely, but uh, <laughs> what's what's going what's going on there? I never said those words. <laughs> I never said those words in a um, regular life. <laughs> <laughs> he said it regular. But um, the truth. when it comes to white man, there's not really much you can say. You can call them honky, they'll just laugh it up. <laughs> cracker. Cracker. Oh, come on. And then a cracker, I love rich. What do you mean? So I, think, I think even Salt for race. are my favorite. <laughs> See what happens when we get two weeks off. <laughs> oh, so, shit. really, the only word that you can call a white man and have him hurt is racist. Because mm-hmm. apparently, That's even right. KKK don't want to be called racist. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Or Nazis don't want to be called racist. It's, it's a very interesting um, thing. Dynamic, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. yeah. so and, exactly. You know, yeah, man. So you know, as far as the article is concerned, and this cat, hey, tough break, nigga. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, tough break, racist. <laughs> so, um, I um, when I read this profile, uh, I didn't really see it really as normalizing. I, I had, but even before Rob, you talked about how this guy um, he lost uh, he lost his job. I was still I was still of the opinion that yeah, good, good. I think that these profiles should 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 be up because I think that a lot of people in this country they tend to think about Nazis a certain way. They tend to kind of otherize Nazis. Those are those people over there. They don't. They don't really see Nazis as people like that. Might be like the the neighbor, the person next door, or whatever. And, and it's especially like somewhere like the Midwest or whatever. They 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 think Nazi. They think people in like hoods, swastikas, or whatever. Oh, I've never seen any 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 hoods or swastikas or whatever. They're, they're, there's mm-hmm. Nazis. There aren't any Nazis in my neighborhood. What, exactly. Exactly. Like, Sons of Anarchy, anarchy type shit. Yeah. That's exactly. A good point. That's a good point. I think that people they 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 tend to. Uh, otherize these people and and not think that these people could be like the people right next door. That the these president. people have the, he, exactly, the <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. They they have a, they have a certain a certain um a certain inkling about about these people mm-hmm. a certain uh they they think that they're they're a certain way when really you're talking about your modern Nazi your modern Nazi isn't like out there you know on, with a fucking swastika on his on his on his arm with a fucking hood or whatever and you know burning crosses on on people's lawns. People don't do that. Don't really do that anymore. But people, I think people need to need to know that Nazis are among us. Essentially, mm-hmm. I think that I think that a lot of people they, they they don't think that they don't they don't think that people are Nazis. I think if you if you like take a poll of people in Virginia, wherever, even like rural America, and you ask if if do you think like you have Nazis in your community or neighborhood, people most vast majority of people would say no. Mm-hmm. But the probably the stats say otherwise mm-hmm. that. Pretty much every neighborhood in America probably has at least a couple Nazis. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, um, one of my really good friends in um, in uh, in growing up through uh, elementary, middle school, high school, he was a really good friend of mine. He was a Nazi. What? He was an actual the whole time. He was an actual Nazi the whole time. So he was he was like um, he actually like supported like um, uh, like um, you know. Um, he he really had a big huge problem with like Jewish people and whatnot. He he read he had Mein Kampf, all these all these things. He he listened like heavy metal music, you know you know like really like really really like really fucked up heavy metal music. But he was like a really good friend of mine. You know what I mean? 
So, um, kill but, yourself. But he was kill. like, <laughs> but he was like, he was like, um, a quote unquote, uh, cool Nazi. You know what I mean? So he was like he 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 was he would um he didn't really he wouldn't really like um say like some of these some of these views that he had like to necessarily to everyone but yeah it was it was well known that he he had a, he had a certain problem with with, with certain people um, but um, he was still cool with me you know what I mean <laughs> so I think people people they would they they have no idea. That um, Nazis can be with, cool with uh, other with other people. I think that people they think that if you're if you're a Nazi, then you then you hate black people, you hate Jewish people. You you would never associate with this, this kind of person. You see a black people person on the street, you, you fucking you spit on spit on the ground and you keep walking that kind of thing. But that's not really the case. Mm-hmm. I, people Nazis are among us, and you know they they've been highly integrated in, in society. So I think it's very important that you know this kind of this kind of thing uh, and this kind of people in uh, in society need to be exposed and people need to th- know that um, they could be the person next door. That's a good point. I mean, I I gotta say, yeah, they were profiled and resulted in something uh, positive. You know, and what's what, what, what's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> Why were you hanging around with that Nazi? <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, yeah. Tell us this. <laughs> we we need to do a drop for serve. <laughs> you can get into that. So so he was we was, was, was really cool. So but he no. but, I mean obviously I was like growing up I didn't really know what it really mm. meant like that. You know oh, what I mean? Mm. Um, but he used to tell me like you know he hated Jewish people whatever. Um, uh, he had a problem. I, I mean I I mean I, and you know honestly growing up I thought I thought he was I thought he was kind of kind of full of shit. I thought he was like just like doing stuff for attention gotcha, or whatever. Okay. Because I mean, I, I, I was I was the same I was the same mindset. I mean, how could this person be a fucking Nazi and be cool? I mean, he calls me all the time. I call him or whatever. We we talk or whatnot. But but he has these views about people. How can he? How can he be a Nazi? I didn't I didn't really I didn't really believe it. Mm-hmm. But as my as as like I got got older or whatever, I was like, oh shit, yeah, he was. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> it was, it was like, pretty I, fucked up. I was rolling with him. Now that I think exactly. about it, he was a hell of a Nazi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cool ass Nazi though. Exactly. Yo, hold him down. Nazi, my man, yo. What's up with Nats? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He had a nickname for him. Exactly. I mean, I, I, you know, you're like, you know, 12, 13 yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. somebody, somebody like tells you like, you know, uh, they hate Jewish people or whatever. They, uh, they uh, uh, Hitler was misunderstood. Type 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 shit or whatever you know, and you're not you know, really fully you, you, don't, you don't really you don't really fully comprehend it. Nor and, and and you know and this person at the same time you know I'm a black person you know you're hanging out with me we're good friends or whatever. Uh, he never he never said anything racist racist or whatever. Uh, so yeah, I was like you know I was thinking like you know he he must just be like doing this shit for just for attention or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, shit like that, or maybe he's just, or maybe like, he talked about issues or whatever. But to his Jewish friends, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, so one black one, he chose a one out of each group. Let's choose one, just one. That will at least get me over that racist quota. Or he just go around to to serve and talk about Jewish people. Yeah, he go, go around to a Jewish, to a person, Jewish person talking about serve black people. Black people right? <laughs> but you know what's fucking spear chuckers. <laughs> you know what's funny though, man. It just goes to show you, you know, as we're talking about the article man just how great like and how powerful marketing is in this country because like you said they otherize nazis not understanding the dynamics and the facets of who they are and what they look like mm-hmm. where they live where you know that you know the guy you know john or jim 
can be, oh, he's a great guy, but he's a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, so moral stories, they're among us. So be vigilant. So <laughs> I, I know. Listen, listen to me. And keep profiling uh, New York Times. I yeah. agree. Shout out New York Times, man. I agree. Great article. I agree. A lot of people gave him shit. More things than one. Yeah. A lot of people gave him shit. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't get that shit at all. I, I think. But like you said, because they don't want to be classified. They probably that guy. Mm-hmm. Feel me? I yeah. see. I see what they were doing now. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the results of this. I, I, mm-hmm. They're like, hey, hats off. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, that's not me. I have my the one black friend. Yep. Now exactly. it all. You know, I'm getting. I'm exactly. sitting here and I'm getting it. Like, exactly. I have one black friend. Yeah, you're a Nazi. Exactly. <laughs> Nuts. What up? <laughs> <laughs> Not to get confused with the producer, not so. You know, we don't want hip hop coming like, yo, what you trying to say? They're they're not the same. They're not the same. They're not the same. Um, So moving on. Um, So Shea Moisture is in the news. Um, So on Monday, Unilever announced that it would be acquiring Sundial Brands, uh, one of the uh, largest producers of uh, hair and skincare products for African-American women. Uh, while the deal happened uh, for an undisclosed amount, a Sundial, the home to brands including Shea Moisture, Nubian Heritage, and Madam C.J. Walker, is expected to have a turnover of $200, $240 million this year. Uh, Sundial's founder, Richelieu Dennis, will continue to lead the business as CEO and executive chairman, and Unilever is also creating a new voices fund with an initial investment of $50 million to empower women of color entrepreneurs. What do you guys think about this acquisition? Oh, boy. All right. I'm going to unpack this a little bit. You know, oh boy. When, I read the, <laughs> when I read the article, you know, of course, when you see anything about, you know, black wealth or any kind of like infusion of cash, you're like, man, that's what's up. Shout out to them, you know, making money. They acquired. Now they'll be able to scale the business, so on and so forth. You get excited. But... When I really, you know, looked at it and I started to, you know, reflect upon other acquisitions, you sit back and say, hmm, we talk about owning. We talk about having equity. We talk about having the seat at the table. But yet every time we get the opportunity, we sell out. We always and that was always a big thing. No sellout, no sellout. But yet we sell out at every turn. And I'm just and it really, you know, frustrated me to just see that here we are. You had an opportunity to compete. You know, against Unilever, because obviously when when companies like Unilever buy companies like Sundial, they're saying, look, you do it better than us. We want it. And rather than continue with your competitive advantage, you go ahead and sell your capabilities to a Unilever and then even get sold out with this whole we're going to get 50 million dollars, too. And it's just going and it shows that, unfortunately, we talk the talk about ownership. We talk the talk about having a seat at the table. We talk the talk about having equity. But yet we don't even know how to stay in control and stay in charge of the lanes that we create. And we just sell it out at every time, every turn and every chance we get because we get confused. And maybe it's because of the ignorance. So I don't want to go too hard, but we got to get out of this mentality that money is power. They're very different. So that's all I have to say. Well, as of right now. (laughs) (laughs) uh... This shit is very close to your heart. Um, not to push back, not pushing back, but I'm not as strongly opinionated about this as you are. <laughs> but I would like to just ask a question. But isn't that the goal of starting a business? Like at a certain time, you want to sell it off and cash out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, is there anything wrong with that? I mean, white businesses do all the time. 
like our company's always you know buying other businesses right mm-hmm. other businesses small businesses are always being bought out by uh public you know public companies and then the uh like instagram he was bought off by uh facebook yeah right yeah he's still the ceo of instagram she's still gonna be the ceo of this brand so is there anything wrong with black people growing a business starting a business growing it up and saying ah, you know what i'm tired of running day to day i want to sell this there's nothing wrong with it my issue is why always being being acquired and not be the acquirer that's the that's the narrative I want changed. Mm. It's okay. You're right. That is definitely the goal, right? You want to, you know, you buy buy low, sell high. You know, you start the business, you sell it at a great price. But we're constantly being acquired. Why not be the acquirers? And that's what you don't see enough of. That's mm. my beef. Um, I have actually a different perspective when it comes to this. So, do you guys remember like a few months ago when there was this whole brouhaha with um, Shane Moisture and um, they had like a, a commercial <laughs> with a white woman? I remember that. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. remember that? Yeah, it's few, it was recent, yeah. right? Was it it was like several months ago. Yeah, yeah. Several yeah. months yeah, ago. Okay. So, I mean, based on that, um, Bain Capital, they, they acquired a, a, a minority stake in, uh, in, um, in uh, Shane Moisture. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so, they were trying... From my understanding, they were trying to expand the business, right? Uh, and they were using the Bain Capital funds in order, in order to do that. But So they were trying to reach a different demographic. Exactly. They were trying to reach a different demographic, not black women, okay? Yeah, but, once, but once they actually actively tried to do that, black women pushed back on it. They were absolutely, completely, absolutely in, in disbelief, in horror, all this stuff. Oh, Oh, all this stuff. Oh, well, you don't appreciate us. All mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. We we want we want to be the only ones in your purview. We want to be the only yeah, ones you service. That kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So when you're so when you're so if you're a black business and you you service mostly black people, I think it's really fucked up if you're trying to expand your business, trying to get quote unquote white dollars. Mm-hmm. That black people they will they will they will kind of like rebel, revolt, and like try to like. It, it's kind of like an attention-seeking thing for me. I think mm. they, they don't want to be they don't they want to be the only ones. You know what I mean? Cater to they, exactly. They they want to be the only ones. They don't they don't want to like um, they don't want to have like the company that they that they they've been per, per, procuring procuring products from mm. to be trying to expand expand into new markets, new peop, other people. If it's a black company, but if it's Unilever acquiring Sundown Brands. I'll bet you they're gonna keep keep buying that shea shea butter. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you that mm, they, you they, they don't really have a problem with that. You I know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if it's if it's a white company trying buying buying up a, a, a black a black company with uh you know the the black whatever uh, whatever products or whatever they don't have a problem with it. They'll they'll keep they'll keep buying buying that product. But if but if you're a black company and you're trying to expand your expand your business like they were trying to do what you you talk talking yeah. about T. Mm-hmm. They were trying to expand and be the acquirer and like try to compete with Unilever. Exactly. But black women who 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 mm-hmm. who were like very vocal on Twitter whatever say Twitter they 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 were completely revolted because they wanted all the "Quote unquote attention on, for themselves." I think I think it's really fucked up, yeah. and I think I don't think they really gave gave us the Sundial brand CEO much of a choice. Mm-hmm. So he already accepted mm-hmm. the, the money from Bain Capital. So he was he accepted the money. He was trying to expand the business, but he realized that he really couldn't. 
because of all this pressure that he See. got from from Shea Butter Twitter, um, as far as like trying to get trying to uh, trying to like uh, expand the business, and, and, and that's fucked up, and that's lack of knowledge, and and you know, and you know, in the near future, we'll definitely get into more stories like this, so people can have an understanding of finance and how, and you know, and money and economics, because I don't think that the customer base obviously doesn't understand business, yeah, right, yep. and that's what it boils down to. And one thing, you know, they want to be the face of, they want to be the face, not understanding, exactly. understand what they're trying to do. And they, and they don't understand how markets work because you're a market. Uh-huh. So because if they're trying to expand into different markets, that's a good thing. So to your point, Rob, the goal of business, you don't start with your core base and stay there. Hence, Three Kings Podcast, we're expanding as well. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going, you know what I'm saying? Especially since there's such a big opportunity to sell lotion to white people. Wait, <laughs> Wait a minute, white people are ashy? Yeah. When really? did this happen? White people, don't, white people don't moisturize is what I'm trying to say. Break, breaking news. What other ethnic groups? How about that? But, breaking news, but white people know. are ashy. But they, they don't moisturize. Yeah, and not as frequently anyway. Not like us. Not like, no, hell no. <laughs> Especially Shea. <laughs> We're not using Shea moisture. But no, you know what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah. And it, like I said, man, you know, definitely at the Three Kings podcast, we're definitely trying to bring, you know, financial literacy as well, man, because understanding that there's nothing wrong with expanding into different markets and growing your business. But as I stated earlier, it's just, a, it would be a great narrative, more, more or less, to really see more stories that show us as the acquirers. And except, you know, taking capital, expanding and being able to buy up businesses or even, dare I say, buy up large company, you know, segments, large segments of major companies. Right. Especially when I look at entertainment and I'll save that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this, enough. Yeah, I think this, this story is a little different. This is different. I, I, I heard it. I thought immediately like BT Bob Johnson selling. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that. But okay. this is a little different because um, he had no choice. He had no choice. I mean, they were, they were trying. They were going to basically uh, compete directly with him. Um, but and this mm. and this one, he was actually trying to expand mm. to, a, to a different audience. Did he explain but they, that? They wouldn't let. They wouldn't let him. Did, uh, did I'm, he, not, I'm not sure. Yeah, what was his messaging? Because and that's the thing, man. And and you know, and to your point, T, what you were saying, fam, about several months ago. I, of course, you know, mm-hmm. I remember that story. Mm-hmm. And that's the. The operations maybe weren't as solid as we may have wanted it to be, and may and as a you know as strong as I may have wanted it to be. Because even the messaging behind that, mm-hmm. to even <laughs> to really just you know what I'm saying, not understand your market and understand you know really your consumer. This is all about you know what we learn. Yeah, you know, it's consumer profile, right, or consumer behavior, and understanding your your market, understanding your customer. That very sensitive. Very cold, you know, takes the product very seriously. It's almost like a Coke, you they know. Have, Coke, maybe they could have mm-hmm. done a spinoff or something. Yeah, yeah or, or something like a different, that. Different under a different name. Exactly. That's true. It's like the Coke, That's a good point. new Coke, like That's new Coke, point. right? Yeah. It's like new Coke. You got to be careful. Know your consumer. Know you know who they know your customer. Know who they I are. Have a white yeah. version of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, call, call it <laughs> white May- cocoa butter. <laughs> white cocoa. White chocolate. May- mayonnaise mustard. <laughs> white chocolate. <laughs> Mayonnaise you know, moisture, something, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> kale, man. kale moisture. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, you gotta get literate about your finances, but definitely, you know, look out for that in future episodes. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Rob. That, that's that's a very good point. But I, I think they could have done a spinoff. But I mean, at the same time, if you do a spinoff, then you're also losing like the name brand, name recognition. So it's kind of like a, a balance you have to you have to reach. If you do a spinoff, then you're pretty much starting off from scratch, yeah. from zero. That's and, true. I, and I'm sure that they wanted to like build off of the existing brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Leverage that. Yeah. But people wouldn't let them do it. 
So, yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad because I, I like seeing a black business or whatever people supporting it. But I mean, I think people just wouldn't let them let them expand. So they had to sell out essentially. Yeah, man. It's not, customer isn't always right. It's like how black people yep. react when they see. A famous, famous black man with a white white, uh, white Don't want girlfriend. him to expand, right? Don't want him to expand. <laughs> oh, shit. They're taking out a lot of good, man. How you know he's good. How you know? Like Tiger Woods. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, that, that, should, that should be a, a marketing technique you should use, Rob. I'm, I'm trying to expand my business. <laughs> if a black woman tells to give you shit about dating a white woman. Yeah, I'm just trying to expand, expand my business, expand, expand my brand, baby, <laughs> yeah, expand my brand. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you should do. But yeah, um, oh, so moving on, uh, the Grammys were just announced recently. So the uh, Recording Academy uh, announced the 2018 Grammy nominations uh, with uh, Jay Z's 444 and Kendrick Lamar's "Damn," dominating as expected. Jay-Z picked up the most nods with eight nominations, including Album of the Year. How? <laughs> Record of the Year. That's right. Uh, Song of the Year. Best Rap Album. While Kendrick uh, follows with seven, Bruno Mars and Childish Gambino both received nominations for Album and Record of the Year. Record of the Year, um, uh, Childish Gambino was, was nominated. Um, Justin Bieber, uh, Despacito. Uh, Jay Z story of OJ, uh, Kendrick Lamar humble, uh, Bruno Mars album of the year, Jay Z Charles Gambino, Kendrick Lamar, Bruno Mars, uh, the song of the year, Despacito, four 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 by Jay Z, yeah exactly, um, uh, the uh, Logic song, um, uh, issues um, by Julia Michaels, and Bruno Mars. What do you guys think about these uh, nominations? Go ahead. Bullshit. Well, it was it was nice. At least I had a vision of us being on title. <laughs> but at least I I'm, I'm not surprised. It's, it's the Grammys. No, I'm real talk. I really don't even really care about Grammys anymore. I mean, not that I ever have. Just because they don't understand hip hop, right? Nope. They don't understand it. Never have. Out of they don't care to understand it. Like I don't know who votes for the Grammys, but I think did they call them the Academy or is that? That's the Oscars. Yeah, it's the yeah. Recording Academy. The Recording Academy. Yeah. So, Oscars is the Academy of many, Motion Park, Pictures and Science. Yeah, I don't know how many, you know, people that understand hip-hop vote, mm, right? Talk. So, I guess the, the Academy mm. would include engineers, artists, mm. people in the business. Mm-hmm. Yep. Allegedly. But I guess <laughs> I guess a lot of them are coming from, like, uh, different backgrounds, like rock and roll or whatever. They, don't, they never got hip-hop. That's why always the most popular person who gets nominated and the most popular mm. person wins. Mm-hmm. They don't do that for rock music. They mm. actually understand rock music, so they're able to say, oh, this is good and this is bad. But with them, they're like, oh, Jay-Z. Everybody knows Jay-Z. Check. <laughs> Everybody knows Eminem. Check. Yeah. Who's yeah. popular? No, great. They, they probably never even listened to the music. No. You yeah. know? No. If you look at all the great artists, some, a lot of them don't have uh, Grammys. And even when Outkast won, Outkast won because of Heya. Yep. They knew Heya. Yep. But they don't know shit about hip hop, man. No doubt. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, uh, God, go go to you. I, I want I, I, I can't even. I, I can't even do this right now. Now I'm gonna piggyback off of what Rob just said. I mean, you know, they don't understand hip hop. They don't, and, and even people in the music business or in hip hop don't understand hip hop. 
You know what I mean? And they might say, oh, you know, you're black. You understand rap, don't you? Yeah, we're going to, why don't you help us understand? Even if you know, like, <laughs> you know, they don't get it. I'm telling you, man, I remember, man, when, you know, in the 90s, man, when I, you know, used to be heavy into the music business where I pretty much wanted to work in the industry. And I would talk to people, man, just, you know, talk about, you know, saying that real shit that we were talking about, you know, in the last episode, real hip hop. They're looking at me like, what's that? Who's that? Mm-hmm. What, what line are you quoting? You know, mm-hmm. and the, you know the artists we threw out there on our Mount Rushmore's. And when you got that going on, even with people who supposedly are, are a part of the culture, come on, man, you gotta get this shit. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, again, you know, I already lost the title, um, you know, sponsorship, <laughs> and you know, Rock Nation is far out, it's out the window. But you know, shout y'all out anyway. But I would definitely say four, four, four. I mean. I, I, I think Kendrick's album should win that, you know, the best album. To even say 444 is the best song, I don't know it's about not, that. It's not even close to be the best 444 is such a mediocre album. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go with it's, the song, man. Like, you no, know, even, like even. even, I'm like, nah, like Despacito definitely should win that. You know, and shout out to Hov, no disrespect. I'm just saying in terms of body of work. And the one thing I get into it with a lot of people over this album, you didn't know the 444 album was... It wasn't for me, you know. For people, it was for it was for a different audience, and so for me, it just didn't move me like that. Mm-hmm. To say it's a classic, you know, I'm like, nah, I, I, it didn't move me like that. And I'll go on the record and say no. that. But there's a lot of people that argue with that. Yeah, so, a lot, you know what yeah, I'm saying? A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people. They argue, right? Yeah. They say, oh, it's a classic. I don't believe it. I'm like, nah. Not but it's a small number of people that say it's a classic. No, there's a there's a, lot, there's a lot of people bro. out there no, that it's say a, it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, I mean, even. Most a lot of people are saying that it's his best album. Yeah, exactly. And, that it's a and even he and now shout and this is why I shout Hove out. I shout out Jay. He's like, no, it's not. I mean, Reasonable Doubt's my best. Exactly. I'm not. And that's why I have to always hold him in high regard. He's gonna say it, Reasonable Doubt, and I'm always like, yep. salute because that is your best album. Exactly. And as long as he's talking it, let people talk. I mean, he says all the time, hey, people talk. When do you say that? Um, many times he says it all the time. Other time, you ask him, right? And even recently, if you you know watch some of his interviews and title when he was talking, um, matter of fact, oh, um, shit, the rap radar, rap radar interview he did with Elliot Wilson. He said, nah, you know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, reasonable doubt. That's my best album, hands down. You know what I'm saying? You could hear it. You know, mm-hmm. this album, you know, he put it out there because, you know, he's moved as an artist to put out music. But, I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I know Kendrick, shout out, damn, was a damn, it was a damn good album. Real talk, you know what I'm saying? It, it was, was. It was. So, yes. and, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I, it seemed like, you know, Serve got a rant. So, <laughs> Go I don't know about a rant, but um, I want to say that um, – I can't even take the Grammy seriously. I mean, they gave Macklemore a Grammy for a uh, hip hop album of the year over Kendrick's classic, classic, classic album, mm, Good Kid, Mad City. No doubt. I can't even fucking take. I, I don't even take the, these motherfuckers seriously. Honestly, it, it's it's complete bullshit. I mean, you you like T. You mentioned um, you mentioned Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt didn't get any Grammy nominations at all. Illmatic didn't get any no- nah, Grammy Illmatic nominations. didn't get Grammy nominations. The Blueprint maybe think got like a hip hop record of the year it didn't win. Mm-hmm. But um, I think like maybe a Coolio record or some, some some shit like that won or whatever. Right. Jay didn't start winning Grammys until he married Beyonce. Yeah. And the, the mainstream. And he, wrote, he wrote a lot too. And the mainstream knew who he was. Yeah. He wrote a lot. He yeah. wrote a lot of music. He got a lot of like, you know, um, you know, writing credits. So he won a lot of Grammys that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I can't even I can't even take this seriously. I mean, how many how many Grammys does Eminem have just be, just based on off his uh, his reputation and who and who he is? How many album sales he has? I mean, he's the only he's the only hip hop artist that a lot of these people who are voting 
they yep. they would they would know. I guarantee if, if Eminem put out an album this uh, in January, he he'd be up for a song of the year. He'd be up for album of the year. Mm-hmm. He probably win. He probably win over four four four. And I also think that um, shit MTV gave him an award with no album out. Yeah, did that? Yeah, Euro yeah. the European joints. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. He was like. Why did I get this? I have no music out. Right <laughs> they, don't know, they don't know any better. So it's just a name. Shut up, you're white. <laughs> just take it. Just take it. Take it. Take that white privilege. And I don't even think Eminem would argue with you if you say that white privilege. Oh, no. He says it all the time. sell a bunch of records he knows and get that. a bunch of awards. Dude, when his album came out, his first one, he even said, yo, there were pop top 40 stations playing his music. He was like, I've never heard rap on a lot of these stations, mm-hmm. but yet I'm getting played. So I understand. He been, he's been woke yeah. about white privilege. Yep. He yeah. knows it. He knows. That's why you got to shout him out. He's definitely down with the cause. You know exactly. I mean? Shout out Eminem, for real. And I think a lot of like Jay-Z's, um, the, the reason why people are giving his album and why he's getting all this recognition is because he checks a lot of like the quote-unquote liberal boxes on this album. I mean, he talked about his mom uh, being a lesbian. Check. He talked about he talked he's basically apologizing to Beyonce the whole album. Nobody, nobody can ride a wave like Ho. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's 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 come on, very come, very very loudspeakers holler at us loudspeakers network holler at Spotify. Very true. Uh, <laughs> we can Ho, Ho will identify respect. a trend and he'll hop on that wave and respect the rock nation. Just ride it. Ho, it's great Ho, success. Hope does. I'm the I'm the biggest Jay Z fan no doubt, of anybody, no but I mean no he 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 does that shit. I mean yeah, yeah. when 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 Fifty Cent came came out like in 2003, mm-hmm, yep. Gangbusters and everything. He jumped. He jumped on tour with Fifty Cent. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, no he doubt. jumped on tour with Fifty Cent. He jumped on tour with uh, Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went. He did the uh, the album with Linkin Park when they were like gigantic. Yep. He did the, He did the tour with Beyonce. Um, all this stuff. He he yeah Kanye. He, he yeah Kanye Kanye. Yep, exactly. He 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 rides trends like you hey, said. Listen. He he rides people. He he takes he 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 will jump on the back of somebody. Who can take him places that he can't go by himself? Mm-hmm. He he he's no. He's done that like pretty much his entire career. Started with jazz, then Irv, then Big. <laughs> oh god! I mean, the prophet does not lie. Oh boy! This is the, this is the oh. home of the Illmatic Five Mike Classic album. I still argue that to this day. Shout out, shout out, shout out, Sweet Trick. <laughs> no doubt, you know. Shout out Ill Will, Re- Ill Will Records. Ill Will Records. You know what I'm saying? I'll let us. No more title. Ill Will Records. Maybe, maybe you'll <laughs> yeah, have it. Ill Will Records, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? For Mass Appeal. Yeah, that's our next one. All right, yeah. Mass Appeal. Come Mass on, man. Appeal. Hook us up. <laughs> Hit us up over your Three Kings podcast. Nah, but nah, to your point, yeah. And, you know, just to bring home my whole point, yeah. The Grammys, I never took it seriously. Shit. I was down with the boycott. Back in the day when, you know what I'm saying, all the rappers boycotted the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? What was that, like, 89? Actually, he was led by Will Smith, right? Will Smith, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah Duel, mm-hmm. all Fresh Prince and Je- Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Okay. Yeah, and they all just sat up P.E., Salt Pepper, all of them were out there. And they, they were out there in L.A., oh, but they didn't okay. attend the Grammys because they were boycotting it because they didn't um, recognize hip-hop at the time, rap okay. music at the time. They didn't televise it. They didn't televise it, thank so you. So they were going to give Oh, that's right. I remember that. In the yeah. afternoon or whatever. They yeah. not going to be on TV. Yeah, it was going to be one of those, you know, mentions, honorable, like those mentions. Yeah. Yeah. Mentions. So, yeah. yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you, you can so. see just the history of just disrespect and lack of knowledge about hip-hop because you, you're probably dealing with people who are like median age, like in their 60s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Never grew up listening to hip-hop, never a fam. give it a chance, you know? But fam, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to piggyback again on my point. People in the industry, fam, they, they call this music, if you got people like, let's say Alonzo Ball, they're sitting in positions at 
and you know at these labels as a and r's or you know big you know record executives they don't understand hip-hop but then yet they say they're part of the culture you ask them your quarter line they don't even know how to quote a line you say what's a bar Spit some bars. Tell me how you know how to rap. Rap. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't even know how to put bars together. They don't even know how to rap. They don't even know the. They don't even know hip hop. What hip hop means? You know, if you ask them, so what's hip hop? Rap. No, hip hop's a culture. Rap. <laughs> you know, hip hop's a culture. Mm-hmm. Rap is part of hip hop. Name the elements of hip hop. There's four. Name them. Yeah. They ain't gonna <laughs> tell you. They can't tell you. So that's even the, the biggest problem with, you know, award shows. They're not even going to be in tune with even the people who are quote unquote part of the music industry or part of the, you know, hip hop culture or rap culture. Let's say I don't even keep using hip hop culture, part of rap music, the rap industry. Right. They don't even know hip hop culture. Yep. So how are you going to even expect them to be able to even add knowledge or expertise to give to these, you know what I'm saying, older, you know, people in the academy, the recording academy to advise them on what's the, what's hot and what's not? Because I don't know. And this is a side note right now. Um, I don't know if y'all know the trend that's going on with a lot of these um, companies and older executives. They're starting to partner with these um, the millennials. Right. Okay. Yeah. They're doing like reverse mentoring. So they're using millennials as their, you know, as their, you know, um experts in terms of what's hip so, now okay. to, imp- to help them understand because you know millennials mm. are the, you know the largest population workforce population and customer mm-hmm. base and all that shit so now they're using millennials as their experts right so if you got them in the music industry you know advising these you know older cats they don't even know these young cats, they don't, you know, you talk to them about, you know, yo, what's hip hop culture? Percocet. You know? Molly Percocet. Where, where did hip hop start? You know what I'm saying? Who's the juice crew? Didn't, didn't, Future, didn't Future start hip hop? You know what I'm saying? Who's, you know, who who rapped the message? Me, they, I don't know that shit. Exactly. Tra- Travis Scott. Yeah, you feel say, me? They'll say it proudly. Feel me? But yet you're going to, so <laughs> Man, you. Man, I don't so, care about these old ass niggas. Feel me? So you think they're going to advise these cats on what's good music mm-hmm. that's a good so point it's, so it's gonna be point, fucked man. up one way yep. or the other man true it's gonna be fucked up one way or the other true true yeah I agree you know what I'm saying I agree with that so speaking of hip hop um, we've had some uh, Harlem on Harlem violence go on this uh, this last week so um, yeah uh, about a month ago uh, Cameron Killer Cam shout out Cam uh, he, he came out with uh, the program and he had some um, some bars to say about uh about Mace, okay? Let's uh, let's see what he had to say. Yo, 97, huh? Drugs, I moved the big amount. Chick in my crib, my ribs, I'm about to dig it out. The Mace call, said, yo, I'm stuck inside some bitch's house. I'm waiting at the door. Could I hurry up and get him out? What's the address? Homie said Kingsbridge. That was great, I had some niggas right on Bainbridge. Yeah, we play, but believe it ain't no game, kid. Hopped off the elevator, aiming at that lame lid. I ain't give a damn, yeah, Kim, I was gun ho. Got this nigga home, and he passed me a hundo. Told him straight up, I ain't feeling him. Let me curb this nigga before I end up killing him. I would. So. Damn. Damn. <laughs> So yeah, Cam went in. Those are some bars, man. Yeah, those that, were bars. That beat was hard too. Yeah, yeah those are some bars, man. It was. Um, so uh, Mace didn't really appreciate that. Surprise, surprise. So um, you can on... come if you want to. Huh? <laughs> 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 what was the response? If I die now, my love will still haunt me. <laughs> you know what I mean? What was the response? So Mace on Thanksgiving Day, he came out with a response. Uh, the Oracle. Uh, uh, yeah. Now we imagine 20 
years with a bit of bitch in the same drama. Dame told you do this shit and you don't see Dame karma. K9 on your ass, nigga, no distraction. Pussy nigga wearing pink, guess he think he matching. I'ma paint the picture, let the niggas make the caption. Fuck bars, I'ma tell niggas what really happened. You hear this tone, you know the Mac is in my seat. You see exactly what I see. You know my rap is not for free. You send them pussy niggas to the hill to trap me in the feet. You singing, nigga, don't be no backup bitch with me. I chew that nigga to my teeth first. Don't even hit the weed first. Bitches used to say I'm blessed and I ain't even sleep first. My girl that got on you don't even need no research. Hand filthy, hard, guilty nigga like me need church. Tax know you as the nigga that snitched on the rock. DC Crips only know you the nigga they shot. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I mean, that's a hell of a response. I mean, bars from a pastor. I'm saying. <laughs> Man, yeah. Man, he's that beat from Ether 2. Pastor Collection Plate. I mean, not Ether 2, but uh, from Blueprint 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that, uh, that that's was... how Jigga should have used that beat instead of crying on it. <laughs> Why don't you like me? I give money to charity. Hey, we, 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 enough Jay Z slander for okay. one day, okay? Right. That's, that's enough. Let's, let's, Save it for another another episode. Okay, okay. we'll, we'll uh, stick to, <laughs> to Cam and Mace. Stick to this, okay? All I of. mean, we already lost title. What more do you want? I mean, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, come on. <laughs> what more do you want from me? You know, I, me and my paper planes hat might be a problem now. <laughs> <laughs> Mass appeal, send me some new, you know what I'm saying, apparel, yo. Exactly. For real. Exactly. So, um, Cam, he saw that and uh, he decided to uh, put out a response and a bunch of Instagram uh, Instagram posts. So, uh, let's hear what Cam had to say. Puff fucked you, we seen it no binoculars. Passed you the 50, he was thinking popping it. Then he took it back. <laughs> Yeah. Beats are dope, yo. These are some bars, though. I can't even lie. This, yeah. this L bars. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, they go, they're both good MCs, you yeah, know. No doubt, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them. exactly. Right. And Cam also, when he went and talked about um, funny line was like, uh, there's a dildo on a sink. At <laughs> 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 when he was at, when he was with, I mean, Bad Boy, and and Mace was talking about, hey man, that's that that's Puff, that's Puff's joint. I don't know nothing about that type <laughs> type shit. So yeah, uh, Cam went in on that. So what do you guys think about this uh, this beef and these bars? I love it. You know, this is hip hop. You know, battling is part of hip hop. First of all, who won? <sighs> I say, I say, Pastor Bethel won. He took the first round. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, just because we hadn't heard from him in so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he ignored everything that that Dipset and Cam said about him for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was quiet. Nobody expected it, and he and he just dropped them bombs like like uh, Pearl Harbor, <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere, right? Shocked everyone. He was trending on YouTube. He was trending mm-hmm. everywhere. He was trending. So yep, surprise is part of the you know it's a it's an element. The element of surprise of also adds to the battle, mm-hmm. so right? Yep. And nobody expect, expected him to come out so vicious. Yeah, I give the first round to to uh, to Mace, but I think. Killer is gonna come back harder. Like this song, it was good, but I felt like you know it wasn't even mastered correctly. So yeah. the sound really wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I think there's a lot of stuff that uh, 
if 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 uh Cam really wanted to go into yeah mm-hmm. that could embarrass uh Mace. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Mace when he left Harlem, the way he did it was disgracefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he he started some shit that ended up with a lot of lives being lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know the story. Cam was talking about it a little bit, but if you know more details, yeah. Do share. So <laughs> so apparently Mace befriended this dude from Harlem, right? He was like a big time street dude. Mm-hmm. To the point where he became the dude's, um, uh, he was the godfather to his kid. This was when Mace was was on with Bad Boy? Yeah. Okay. But then Mace fucked that dude's uh, baby mother. Mm-hmm. Damn. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he made a song about it <laughs> to add insult to injury. So, was there was- why, why are you always looking at me? Uh, that, jealous. That song? Jealous? Jealous, yeah. Okay. Um, that dude, he had a lot of power. So, he, um, you know- Put a hit out on everybody that was down with um, Mace, mm-hmm. snatched their chain. So that started a beef between, uh, I think they say, the East Side Harlem and West Side Harlem. Mm-hmm. And when that, that started, uh, Mace dipped to Atlanta mm-hmm. and hit out in Atlanta. And at that time, like four or five people died, including that dude. His name is uh, Baby Maine. So he died. A couple of his uh, Mace's friends died. Um, Cardi B died. Um, when Cardi B. No, Cardi B. Uh, not Cardi B. Does she have the number one song? I was like, I was like yo, Cardi she dead? When that happened? When you see that shit? <laughs> she, 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 she put out albums like Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> she was on that song. I mean, he was on that song with um, with Mace and all his, his crew. I forgot his name. Something similar to Cardi. But, okay. yeah, the point is like five people died when mm-hmm. this dude ran to Atlanta. And I think to assuage the guilt that he was feeling, he became a pastor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like... If yeah, if Cam ever exposes that, it just takes people through the whole timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, that's a lot of ammunition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T, who do you think? Who do you think won? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Rob. Um, yeah, I think Mace took round one only because, again, you know, when Cam put the, you know put his joint out, it was just more putting it out, right? Just you know, what I'm saying, putting out some music, and he he did definitely go in on him, and he's been going on him going in on Mace for like what over 15 years. Yeah. So for Mace to come out now, it was like, oh shit, and then really you know spit those bars, it was like shit, man. Mace still he's you know he's hot, you know what I'm saying? He still got the bars, but the only thing I would say, and I would put an asterisk by the round one victory by Mace. Is it true? Because, you know, I did see Cam, you know what I'm saying, on The Breakfast Club, and he had some good points. He was like, I don't even have a sister. So mm-hmm. why are you saying that? And we all know rap, you know, exaggerate, you know, rappers exaggerate shit. And, you know, it's the whole element of battling. It's whatever, you know. But, you know, leaving at least that mis- mystery in listener's mind. But it was like, all right, if you're going to be, if this is a personal battle and the way y'all spitting these bars on one another, then, yeah, we want some troops, man. You can't be up there just, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can't be talking at dumb shit and you're like wait so does he have a sister or not or yeah you know what i mean like what's good like what's really going on mace like you know because cam is dropping some factual shit so you come back with fabricated shit it's like eh. so it's kind of tainting the win but you know from bar bar from bar line for lines yeah i'll give it to mace yeah um i mean i, I heard cam's interview on the breakfast club and yeah he definitely was saying basically saying that mace was lying the whole time i mean i, I would have to hear um, Mace kind of respond like exactly what he was talking about with with these kind of things uh, because I mean he's I mean it's possible it's possible that he's lying it's possible very possible that Cam's lying too I mean Cam he, he Cam yeah he's 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 done some shady shit too but um, yeah I agree with you guys um, I think that Mace won I mean he had like twenty years to write this shit so yeah he 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 definitely won 
Uh, he, he came out with some some hot shit. Um, I think Cam's verse. I think Cam's record was good, but I think he tailed off toward the end. He had a few really good really good lines, but um, I think Mace's was like more consistent across from start start to finish. Um, but Cam's was good. Cam's was good too. I like that. I like that one too. But um, the thing about it is that um, Cam, I, I can't really trust Cam like that. If we're talking about like. Um, is it true or not? I mean, Mace did a lot of shit for Cam. Mace put put Cam on essentially, and the reason the, the whole reason the falling out is because um, when Mace was like on Bad Boy, he was like blowing up. He was huge and everything. And Mace, he, uh, Mace, uh, Cam got signed uh, to Entertainment mm-hmm. uh, on Diaz. Um, so uh, so Mace came out with his album and, and his song or whatever. And Mace. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Cam came out with his first first album, uh, first video, and everything. Uh, no, there was a, there was one there was one before one, that. One before that. Uh, there was one like the the video where Mason Cam like kind of running through the streets or whatever. Um, I don't remember what, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like it was like it was a, it was a big song too. So they they came out with they came with, they came out with that that first song first, mm-hmm. and Mace was in the video for that song, mm-hmm. and then Horse and Carriage came out, and Mace was on the was on the song, but he wasn't in the video. Yeah. The reason he wasn't in the video is because uh, Lance Andreas, the CEO of Entertainment, he basically didn't want to pay him for, and he and Mace, and Mace he he re- he recorded the song, but he didn't get paid for it. He was supposed to get paid like half a million for for it, whatever. And oh, he wow. he basically he basically fucked him over and didn't didn't pay him. So that's why he didn't get on the on the video. And that's what kind of started off the whole rift between Mace and Cam because um, he wanted him to make Cam wanted him Mace to be on the video because he was like one of the hottest rappers out there. But Mace was like, you know, this dude, he's not paying me. I already got on the first single um, and without being paid or whatever on the video. And I already recorded the, the, the song. I don't want to I don't want to just keep just keep, um, you know, having this guy fuck me over. Yeah, he was asking for I think he was asking for 50 grand to mm-hmm. appear in the video. Yeah. And um, they won't pay him. Yeah. Because uh, Cam thought he was trying to take advantage of him. But mm-hmm. it's it's a regular thing. If you want somebody to appear in your video, you pay them, especially at that time. Exactly, right. it's business. And I'm so, sure he, I'm sure he didn't he didn't he didn't pay him for the first video. I'm sure yeah, of that. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and charge you know I'll charge it to the game. But next one, come on, man, y'all got to cut that invoice because the way they do it in the business is like this. They as an artist, like let's say, boom, you know what I'm saying, Rob. You know you want me to be on your joint. I'll say, all right, the first single, I'm gonna do it, you know, for the love. I'm gonna charge you for that, you know, for this for the song. Nor am I gonna charge you for the video appearance. But if I do another one. Fuck! It ain't coming from you. It's coming from the label. Yeah, you feel me? Let's yeah. get the label. It ain't about you. You know what I'm I saying? I think even Cam to this day says that he made a mistake. Like he didn't understand the business. Yeah, it, yeah. the invoices. So thought, right. He thought Mace was not being, you know, a homie. Mm-hmm. Nah. It's, and mm-hmm. but Mace, I mean, but yeah, Mace understood the business. He's like, look, the the Atlantic, money's already there. Atlantic's it's cutting being the budgeted, check. Yep. So let let them cut the check. He was like, if you want to, we can split the the, the money. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's where it started, yeah. and it was a misunderstanding on Cam's part. He didn't yeah. understand the business. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's that's how his, the whole thing started, and then Cam. So then, so Cam, he he, had, Cam's been like dissing Mace, like giving little disses, whatever, for like the past twenty years, pretty much. So ever since then, he's like been harboring this 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 big grudge, and Mace never he never really responded at all. This is the first time he responded over anything that Cam said, and Cam's been kind of needling him. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's like really been like overtly like straight up like diss song whatever, but he's been like he puts like verse here or there or whatever. Yeah. Like 
all the fucking time in like for the past 20 years. So I don't blame Mace for like just like finally being like, you know what, Shoot. fuck this. It's about it's been time. 20 years. Mm-hmm. Even when they went in on him, uh, Jim Jones, when they when Mace was on the radio and they called in and Jim Jones was just going crazy on Mace. Mm-hmm. Mace was like, I'm going to pray for Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Mace didn't say nothing at that time. Yeah. They, they tried to embarrass him. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was it was due. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was passed through. Actually, I agree. I agree, and yeah, to me, Mace won. I think, but we'll see. I'm sure that Cam Cam is probably going to keep doing what he's been doing before, and mm-hmm. like like dropping like a little verse here or there or whatever. And honestly, I don't know why Macy came bother to come out with like a response now. Yeah, is because now gonna, you need to come out with more music. Yeah, <laughs> is he going to come out with an album or right. something or some more music? I don't know what. Is but, it still a pastor? Uh, I don't even know. He's conflicted. Hopefully <laughs> not. The way he was rapping, yeah, it was, uh, he's conflicted. Yeah, he got a lot of lot of explaining to do to the congregation. Yeah. yeah. What I said. <laughs> yeah, you ever watch those videos of uh, of Mace? Preaching on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've seen some. He, he takes on a southern uh, accent. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> he's about talking like a southern ML, MLK cadence. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's really. Uh, it's, it's, really <laughs> it's really weird. It's yeah, really weird it to see him definitely preaching. Definitely weird, man. I was yeah, like, like we really went. Weird. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we went down. We went to school down there when he was a pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not going. Shit, to we should have got this church and see see what's up. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been just funny just to go out there and, and watch it. It would have been funny because yeah. apparently he's a prosperity preacher. Dude, oh. That motherfucker is not, you know, of course satisfied I mean, with just being a regular preacher. He's a prosperity preacher. Right. So those are the fucking scum of the earth. Creflo, yeah, he's yeah. Creflo sense. Yeah. Oh, he, 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 he preached at Creflo Dallas uh, Church. He did. There you go. It's on YouTube. Oh, jeez. There you go. You know what? I I changed my vote. Cam won. <laughs> Cam Cam won round one. I know, right? Nah, man. So yeah, um, we'll see. But I mean, maybe we'll see some more music from Mace and come in the in the future. So but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the future with with that. So um, next up, we want to uh, get into uh, another one of our uh, segments, and uh, this is one we call "Pull Your Dick Out." Wait till you see my dick. Wait till you see my dick. Hey, bitch. Wait till you see my dick. I'm gonna beat that pussy up. Like, be on me. That's right. We know you guys missed uh, missed this segment. <laughs> so, um, I've been a lot of pulling your pull dicks pulled out so these past couple weeks. Mm. The Pidos, the Pidos, acronym alert. Oh, wait, pause. wait, Pidos, pause, Pidos. Oh, hold up, Ac- acronym alert, acronym alert. We got, let's see, two old Pidos <laughs> and then one middle aged Pido. <laughs> so, first up, we have Al Franken. So, um, yeah, so this is like five women. Have come out to say that Al Franken inappropriately touched them, inappropriately touched them. Two of them uh, were uh, when he was doing a tours of USO. Um, so yeah, he's uh, he's come out with some defense that some of them he's um, he's acknowledged. Others he's talked about how um, he takes thousands of pictures or whatever. He doesn't remember like you know grabbing these women's asses or whatever when he's taking pictures, which is what's been accused um, on some of these instances. What do you guys think about Al Franken? I mean. All of it is just uh, grabbing their asses, right? And doing a mock uh, grabbing of their titties. Yeah. Um, it's just so much shit that's coming out, man. I guess that's the <laughs> the best version of uh, this sexual 
things that are coming out. Mm-hmm. But I think he should retire or get kicked out of office. That's tough. I, I don't know. If it was a Republican, what would you say? Because it hasn't reached the, it hasn't reached sexual assault, right? I mean, it's just misconduct, inappropriate touching, inappropriate touching. I let I let go with a, uh, an apology. Se- sexual assault is a very, 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 very broad term. It's, it's too mm-hmm. broad, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This I guess this would be probably classified as sexual harassment, something like that. I mean, did they feel like you know? What is what are the conditions of sexual harassment? Someone who has a position of power and some shit like that. I don't even know. I'm not even gonna act like I know. <laughs> so I whatever the condition, I don't think this meets it though because I don't think he was their boss or anything like that. Or, I, I or think unwanted. Oh, it was unwanted. They could say shit. technically yeah. it's a assault, like touching someone when they don't want to be touched is assault. But yeah. that kind of I don't know. You know, if grabbing somebody's ass is a, an assault. Then I'm a man, so I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh boy! What about you? what about you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold up, sir. What you think, <laughs> Rob? What you think? <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. I think I think that Al, Al Franken. I mean, just based on all this, all this stuff that, that's come out, I'm not sure. Like, I don't, I don't think I think it has been it's been more like just like uh, all like just like touching that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I, I think that he should. I think he should fucking resign from mm-hmm. Senate. I mean, I think it's it's pretty fucked up what 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 he's doing and the fact that he's he's that's five. We're talking about five women who come out saying that he uh, he um, he uh, touched them inappropriately. I mean, taking pictures and shit. I mean, what what kind of fucking scumbag are you? Like taking a picture with a woman and you like fucking come and grab grab her ass or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's that's some real real scumbag shit. And honestly, I think that. If uh, if it was a Republican, a lot of a lot of liberals they would be they would be coming out of the woodwork just saying, oh, he, he needs to be kicked out of Congress or whatever. Mm. I mean, this uh, this doesn't like this this isn't the same thing as like Roy Moore, obviously. Mm. But I mean, Roy Moore is a he's a pedophile. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, but this is this is also serious too, mm. you know. I, and I don't think that I don't think that this this can really be just like kind of glossed over. Yeah. Mm. Even even I mean I. I I know a lot of people. They're willing to excuse more things when it's when when it's somebody on their side of the mm-hmm, aisle. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. No. But I think a lot of I think no. a lot of people are, are willing are willing to do that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that um, I, I think that you're setting you're setting a very dangerous precedent if you if you um, if you if you if you excuse this kind of thing. And if you think about it from like a practical perspective. Um, the the governor of Minnesota, he's a he's a Democrat, so he would he would appoint whoever his, Al Franken's replacement would be. So it really wouldn't affect uh, Democrats uh, from a legislative point of view, Congress, mm-hmm. to just kick him out essentially. I mean, and more and very 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 likely that whoever they would elect would be a Democrat also. So it's it's kind of a, a win win for Democrats, I think. You you can you can kick him out. You and you like essentially have the moral high ground on others, mm-hmm. uh, and and you and you don't lose any kind of a political power, political clout. Yeah, that's what I think. I think the the last damning picture was the one where the I guess the was it she a, was she a soldier or she was sleeping? Yeah, and he did. That's when I was like, oh fuck, man, you gotta resign, dumbass. I was like, you gotta go, <laughs> man. Like that's when a I mock. Knew. Yeah, mock. Didn't actually do it, and she was sleeping. Yeah. You feel me? So you know, you, you didn't even know. You couldn't even get consent to know if she was even 
with that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. even if it's a prank, a joke, that's when I knew it was damning. And I said, yeah, you got to go. I mean, Rizzo. She apologized. I mean, he apologized and she accepted his apology. Yeah, but you know what? Um, is he disputing the other charges? No, no, he didn't dispute any, actually, from what I understood. He was like, nah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I, think, I don't think he explicitly said no, it, it didn't happen. Yeah. But I think he's kind of like, kind of like, Vacillating, saying, "Oh, maybe I don't remember." Type type deal because I take thousands of pictures or whatever. I mean, but, but then again, do we set a precedent where an accusation is automatically? But the, again, the damning picture. I mean, come on, man, you walking yeah. up to a chick. But I'm saying know. the other ones where there's no picture. Let's say a chick from back in the day has beef with you, I mean, and she comes and says, "Oh, you touched me 20 years ago." But honestly, but if you have five people who can come out, I mean, can you really deny it? I mean, if, if, if where there's smoke, there's fire. If there's if there's five of them, I mean, I I think that maybe if you're if you're talking about maybe one person, you could you could say that. But I think five people, I don't think that there's really. really but I think much. in this environment, even one person is enough to. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. That one maybe. picture, that one picture, you're like, even though you apologize and it's bad judgment, it's like you know you're a senator. You yeah. you know you have to understand your role and responsibility, just mm-hmm. like we will hold anybody in that kind of position of power. You hold them to a, a, a high standard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I just yeah. worry about people's careers getting destroyed by lies. Yeah. Because there are women who would do that. Oh, there are yeah. probably a lot of bit women that are bitter in your life. <laughs> it happens. You know, you're right. They, I mean, will, like, they will do that. Not talk. in my life. I'm just saying, uh, in general, in general in other right. people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nah, man. It, it's real. It's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's mad real. Yeah. Yeah. What's going to happen when the first woman comes out? When she's <laughs> accused of. <laughs> Diane Feinstein. We <laughs> I'm just, Everybody's gonna laugh it off. Mm, we'll leave that one there. <laughs> Try not to lose too many sponsorships. Yeah. <laughs> We've lost a hell of a lot today. A man getting harassed by a woman is just funny. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, real talk. You know, I always say that. Like, what will happen? Like, what's gonna be? What's going to be the headline on that? Yeah, I don't think a man's gonna like. I mean, uh, I don't think too many men would like come out and right, like, you know? complain about it. If it's a woman, anyway. Right? That's what I was kind of thinking too. But you never know. If it's you know a man harassing a man, maybe three Terry Crews type type. Yeah, that, that, no, that that's might. scary to men. Yeah, exactly. Because that's yeah, yeah. I think that's you know that's really that's why most men are scared to go to jail. It's not being locked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the side of me. It's the side of me. That should be on a t-shirt. It's, not, it's, it's the side of me. I know, you know, jail's cool. It's just I don't want to do it the side of me. <laughs> yeah, slogan. So, I, think that's, I think that's like that's when like uh, in general, it's like man's fear of going to jail is probably like women's fear outside. Yeah. Right. Like for a woman to walk down the street at night is scary for them. Mm-hmm. That in ways that we can never understand. Yep. You yep. know, because exactly. we're not worried about anybody raping us. You exactly. know what I mean? When we go to jail, then we have we understand that fear. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, exactly. Painkillers so. are working. That's what's up. So more I'm a gentler person. <laughs> Percocet only spills. Molly Percocet. 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 <laughs> so so more uh, queer dick out news. There's another one. And another one. Mm. So we got Russell Simmons. So. Russell Simmons apparently is stepping away from his companies amid allegations he forced uh, screenwriter Jenny Lumet into an unwanted sexual encounter. Uh, Lumet's account uh, comes after former model uh, Carrie Clausen uh, Kaligi claimed uh, Simmons assaulted her uh, that same year uh, while Brett Ratner was in the room. What do you guys think about this? 
so with the second one, is that rape? What is what is an unwanted sexual encounter? What I think they're both rape. Oh, they're both yeah. rape. Okay. That's what that's what that's what the both women are alleging. And they 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 press charges. Uh, I don't think so. Unwanted sexual encounter. Yeah, we gotta get these fucking definitions straight, man. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm getting confused. Yeah, I mean, it's what, it's what the fuck is. I mean, you you hear you hear unwanted sexual. You you don't really you don't really don't know, know what, what it that means. means. So yeah, so a lot of, like like we talked about sexual assault. A lot of these are like vague, very vague terms. So yeah, he raped he raped both of them. Is what's what's being alleged. Okay. That's serious. That should come out and just you know, yeah. That's serious. the language should be a lot clearer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, say rape because uh-huh. then I'll say yeah, that's fucked up. He needs to yo. What the fuck, Russ? This is in the nineties, right? Uh, who know? I, yeah, when did this happen? I, I'm not even sure. Uh, Probably in the '90s. That's when he was on I'm coke, sure. man, and, and dust. You know, let's not, let's that's before he started doing fine yoga. line, fine line here, Robert. Hmm? But fine line. You can't mean? just be saying he was on dust and then coke like he like Burgess justifying like. Oh, oh no, no, I'm not just. Oh, okay, no, I'm not right. justifying. Burgess. I'm just saying like fine line. Yeah, <laughs> I can see how him doped up and coked up with uh <laughs> with Ratner would probably think it's a good idea. Like in their mind. You know, in her mind, she was probably terrified. In their mind, it's like a party, right? So yeah, like, come it's, on, it's right. we're on the train yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, like come on, we're partying, we're partying. <laughs> but is that them? So okay. So, shit, Russ. Yeah. Haiti had to be you, man. Yeah, but, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't defend you. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, so yeah. I, I think that uh, it's good that Russ Russell Simmons he comes he comes. Uh, like he just like essentially uh, steps away from his companies. Um, so Russell Simmons, he's been known since like the '90s as being like a serial modelizer. So he's been like a, he goes to like he'll go to like clubs and whatnot. Um, and like he he like even like his uh, his first wife was she was a she was a model. So he's he like he's known for like um, essentially going after models or whatever, uh, like all the the drugs and the sex and all all this kind of thing. So he's not really. A surprise, even though he acts like you know recently, like he's some sort of like reform Buddhist or whatever the fuck he thinks he is, or whatever. So this is not surprising, like um, that you know back back then that that's 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 kind of thing that, that he was doing. It was and, came, and uh, that came out. So uh, yeah, he definitely he definitely uh, should should step down. I and mean, he, honestly, he should he should charge should be pressed against him. Quite honestly, yeah. so we're not talking about one either. We're talking about two. Yeah. So. It's fucked up. Yep. Wow. Lucky he's not in jail. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'll be having those concerns. <laughs> it's the sodomy. Yeah, you know I mean? It's the sodomy. That, that's going to be a new drop next week. <laughs> it's the sodomy. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, uh, more stuff. There's another one. And another one. So, Matt Lauer. Um, NBC News has fired Matt Lauer, the popular host of its Today Morning Show, uh, after a female colleague accused him of inappropriate sexual behavior, the network said, making him the latest rich and powerful man to be felled by such accusations. Uh, NBC News' Stephanie Gosk says there are as many as eight victims. Uh, Gosk appeared on Megyn Kelly Today uh, Thursday, fielding questions from the host about her Lauer investigation. Uh, she said there are as many as eight, eight accusers, uh, though tallying is difficult as the acu- as the accounts have been anonymous. What do you guys think about this story? It's 
fucking crazy, man. Like, some of the stories you're hearing that are coming out about the shit he did, man. You're like, what the fuck were you thinking? Buying a dildo for your coworker? Like, who the fuck does that for a female coworker? Like, that shit, I can't even wrap my mind around that. Like, how can you even think that's cool? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I mean? Locking your door when you have, you know, a meeting in your office with a female, you just lock it. Like, Wait, man, you guys don't buy dildos for your... We're not doing that? Nope. We're not? <laughs> we, are, we off that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we off done, that? Yeah, we off that. Oh, G. okay. All right. We good. We good. Know what uh, I mean? Nah, I don't do that shit. That's, so, that's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> well, there goes Three Kings. Two Kings podcast. <laughs> Two Kings podcast. We rebranded. It's okay. I have my kingdom now, so I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, he, he was bugging. You know, locking doors and shit. Like, he was, he's bugging. He, he definitely had a, a, a power trip. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And dare I say a white male power trip. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, and he had, he had, like, sex with one of the women, like, in his office, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he like, um he, he basically berated one woman because she refused to have sex with him, that kind her. of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, reprimanded Fuck is wrong with these people, yeah. man. And, yo, but here's the, here's the kicker, and, I mean, it may not shock us because, you know, we live in the real world, but he's married with kids. Mm-hmm. You would swear he was, like, a playboy or, you know, single yeah. just doing his right. thing, you know what I'm saying? This dude's married with kids, so imagine his family, his wife is fucking embarrassed. His wife left him. Yeah, she had she, to, man. She, apparently, she went back to the... His wife is from the Netherlands, and she, apparently, she uh, went back to the Netherlands with the kids. She has to. She well, left. I yeah. don't blame her. Yeah, man. He nope. embarrassed her. Apparently, man. he had an automatic lock installed on his desk, so he can lock the door from his desk. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's the type of shit that he was on. <laughs> so, so, NBC, they got... NBC's So, it's like, who, is, who installed... His lock, right? Like one of the steps. Do you, Harvey Weinstein installed his, his lock. Do you call the, the the people that work in the office? Be like, hey, you know what? I need a lock on my <laughs> door. Right? What are you, villain? <laughs> you know Doctor Evil. And a pit, and a pit with uh with a bunch of sharks with lasers on the lasers. <laughs> Walking with a panther. <laughs> that is wild, man. Like, yeah, you know. Nah, man. Not make light of this shit, but. It's crazy, yeah. He definitely was wild, man. And again, you know, and, and you know, I read that, yeah, a lot of people are under investigation. It's just making its way up the flagpole because apparently, I think one of the accusers went to HR, and it just got swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, these people yep. have a crazy amounts of power. Yeah, you know? twenty million dollars a year, right? Twenty million dollars yep. a year, and that whole show and all the revenues for three hours for NBC mm-hmm. are, are being driven by him. Yep. yep. So they almost let them run it like their own little kingdom. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. and they have absolute power. It's like Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. It's exactly like Bill O'Reilly. You Charlie can do this guy whatever the fuck he wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Say what he wanted. Yeah. And you can tell there were probably some lame dudes growing up. Right? So when they get all this power and all these women around them, they just, you know, can't, can't wait to have sex. Man, they should have got... Get that shit out of your system in your twenties, man. They were lame. <laughs> you know? Like you said, though, they you were know? lame. They're you should have been lame. going out to clubs and you know chasing girls and got that. But then again, it's probably not even about sex. It's probably about the power. It's power. So. Absolutely. It's probably about. I mean, honestly, I think that um, if you take um, a lot of men and you put them in that in that kind of position where they have they're making like a shitload of money and there are a bunch of like young women interns or whatever. Like in in the vicinity, and you have, and essentially you have full reign uh, to do whatever, whatever you want. It, it's like the Lord of the Flies, you know. You you, you 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 give you give people like ultimate power, then yeah, they're gonna they're gonna abuse it. So it, it's I think that you put you put a lot of people in, in that position, and you and you will get the same results. Honestly, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest, I think. 
And I, what they need to do in the as far as the entertainment industry is like there's a lot too many too much casual relationships, mm. people meeting in hotel rooms, mm-hmm. and people being invited to other people's houses. Mm-hmm. This is very casual. Maybe they need to put some type of boundaries. Boundaries, like make it like a corporation, because mm. you know, I'm, you know. But they work for corporations, which is great. You know, straight <laughs> family, they do it, and they have code of conduct and shit. It's just, but it's that loose, like you're, you're, yeah. you're kind of alluding to. It's very loose, right? Yeah. Because it's entertainment, so they're like, "Hey, fuck it, what you gonna do? You want to be in this business, don't you?" Yeah. Make all Giggity. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, nah, you're right though. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, moving on. So, um, we have um, our last segment, uh, segment that we call uh, "Tales from the Sunken Place." So, our first nominee, well, our only nominee for this week is Denzel Washington. Uh, Denzel. So. Denzel Washington uh, has recently said, uh, while making his uh, new uh, film Roman J. Israel Esquire, did not make him more cynical about the justice system. And uh, when asked about the prison industrial complex, um, he offered a surprising take. He says, quote, it starts at home, unquote. Quote, it starts with how you raise your children. If a young man doesn't have a father figure, He'll go find a father figure, unquote. Nothing wrong with that. He goes on to say, uh, quote, so, you know, I can't blame the system. It's unfortunate that we make such easy work for them, unquote. What do you guys think about uh, this nominee for The Sunken Place? Let me first say that I will not, under any circumstances, put Denzel Washington in The Sunken Place. My nigga. <laughs> I got your back, Denzel. But uh look, I wanna see the transcript. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see the receipts. And then I wanna oh, hear God. Denzel being asked about it and then What was what was he wearing? I mean <laughs> what what was going on? So that's it, that's all I want, man. This is this is the daily news. Um you know, they're known for Headlines, right? Like mm. they're not. A, I'm not gonna call them a tabloid, right? But their headlines are like tabloids, right? Mm. Like the way they, they report their news. I don't think so. I don't think so. Until I you mean, put it's in. just like any any news. I think New York Post is, is way more like a tabloid. But is it in that category? Is it? Uh, it's closer. No, it's no, closer to no, no. Nah, nah. I wouldn't. I, I certainly wouldn't put it in the tabloid tabloid category. Definitely, it's not a National Enquirer. It's not. It's not the the star. In the, but does in, it have the UK. credibility of a New York Times? I mean, it Washington has a, Post. It has a credibility when you're talking about um, Sean King. Like he's he's getting all these uh, these white supremacists in Charlottesville. He's he's researching. He's finding their their, unempl- their employment. And he's getting he's getting them uh, the crown for justice. So I don't what see about that. overall? I mean, I've seen I've seen some questionable headlines from the Daily Times. Now this isn't a headline. This these are actual quotes. Yeah, but I'm saying the headline. Okay, let's say they're not a tabloid. <laughs> but I still want to see the full quote just because I don't I don't know the context in which it was it was taken and I know Denzel Washington saying that it's not the system's fault it's something that they can push out there for clicks and then you know it got it got um taken by a lot of the uh conservative news sites mm-hmm. it ended mm-hmm. up on Fox News mm-hmm. so yeah I need to see the full context of those statements so what so what context would you need to see uh, to justify him saying, "quote 
you know, so you know, I can't blame the system, unquote. What context would you need? He probably said, he probably said, uh, the system. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I'm on these pills. <laughs> but listen, it's like, probably there was a but there. I don't know. <laughs> what I want to see is like what he said before that and then after that. Oh, man. And then we can make our decision. That's not too much to ask. You know, I'm not going to condemn Denzel based on, this, on some art and some quotes from the Daily News. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, it's, I think T is going to be the swing vote here. What T? What do you think? You know what? He played Malcolm X. Yeah. Oh, now you ain't getting no. Honestly, when I read the, when I read the article, I I felt like he just misspoke. I, I can't put him in the sunken place, man. I, I mean, I if I had to, like, <laughs> I guess I'm going on and rob the rob route here with the pills. But um, no. But I think what he was probably trying to say is we can't just blame the system only. For the issues within black within the black community, I I understand where he's coming from. It does it does start at home. I mean, let's be real. Now, unfortunately, you know, due to the system, the compounding issues with the system playing into it, it has led to even to taking a lot of fathers out of the home because of the unjust laws and the policies that have been passed. Totally get it, but the way he said it, it's like nah, it just wasn't said right. And I just blamed it on hey man, he's getting older. Probably misspoke, you know. Just he just was speaking, shooting from the hip. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Just because he is a dad, he stayed in his kids' lives, so he's talking from that, you know, from a different vantage point versus really coming down to earth a little bit to say, hey, unfortunately, you know, we already had our issues in the black community, but just with the system playing its part now, it's compounded the issues. Feel me? So I think most. Of, so I, I'm not gonna condemn him. He misspoke, like you know what I'm saying to what Rob said. Hey man, Denzel may have been holding it down for for decades, man. And I know he's not gonna sit there and just turn his back all of a sudden. I know he's making 20 million movie and he's paid out of his mind. You know what I'm saying? Caked up. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, but nah, I'm not gonna put him in a sunken place. Okay, so um, I think you already know where I'm where I'm going with this, but um, I understand where you're coming from. When you talk about him uh, possibly um, being misquoted or whatever or not speaking the way that he wanted to. But he's had like a week and he hasn't issued any kind of uh, any kind of response. And there are people people have talked about this. So he it's not like, you know, um, he can like he has he's he's come out and like uh, actually given the context and um, given an explanation for what he what he really thought. He's had time. He's had ample time and opportunity to to do this, but he hasn't done it. So that leads me to think that, you know, what he said, what he said is what he actually believes. So he says, quote, so, you know, I can't blame the system. Okay, the system is the reason why these black men are getting into into prison in the first place. You had these draconian uh, laws that have been implemented. Thanks, Bill Clinton and and Hillary Clinton. um, When uh, you had um, crime. Uh, it's precipitously uh, declining in the 90s, but meanwhile, the prison population is 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 increasing exponentially. So you have these three three strikes uh, laws and everything uh, that have like basically um, made uh, black men, especially black men, um, essentially slaves in the prison prison system. Essentially, so yeah, I understand. Um, you know it's the. Uh, the whole um, it starts in the home thing. Okay, all right, but you know you can't just say that it it only starts in the home. 
You can't say that that that's the that's the only that's the that's the only explanation. The 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 main explanation is these 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 sentencing and these prison laws. And that's 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 the real reason why. Before I mean before the nineties, I mean we still had these these problems, uh, you know, in the home or whatever these gang gang issues or whatever. But you didn't see like these prison populations like we do now. So I mean I don't understand how anybody can like really really say say something like that these fucking right wing talking points that he that he he'll just like go ahead and like just like put out there that fucking Breitbart can just go and and say aha see Denzel Washington says that that is, that's y'all niggas problem is y'all because y'all 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 niggas ain't got no fathers y'all y'all niggas should should just like stay in the home or whatever it's it's his own it's his own fault so yeah I think he deserves to be in the second place I mean that's not that's not that's not diminishing anything that that he's done. But yeah, that was a fucked up thing to say to me. That's what I think. I reserve judgment until I, <laughs> <laughs> I hear more yeah, I, I, from yeah, Brenda Denzel. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, I guess, like I said, I, I have to think, and maybe I'm just adding more context than what he actually added, and maybe you know I'm speaking for him, but because I, it seems like I don't think he meant you know meant it that he, way. He does a lot of work with the youth too. Yeah, I hope he's so. Not I can that see shit, where right? he feels that home and mentorship and. Yeah. Can get kids because, out of trouble even, right. even even when you're in different neighborhoods. That's and, very and correct, he, and he's very correct. It's just it, he needed a, an and and a but. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I felt like he needed an and. You feel like he needed a but. <laughs> Serve saying fuck that. He should have said it. <laughs> but he didn't correct himself. Exactly, and that's what Serve saying. He didn't correct himself. Yeah, he, he had one. He week. had over a week. Man. He could have said something, but he didn't. Well, we, his uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how much. How big is his story? So uh, if, I don't if it's if it's not it might it's not, not be on his it's radar. Not a, it's not a real big big story, yeah. but so, I mean he's also talking about black men, so nobody gives a shit about black men. Yeah. So I mean, so, yeah. I, mean they, I mean you have these these articles being written about black men being the white white people of black people, and nobody's saying shit either. I know, right? We so, don't bring. I mean, up. I know we need to put that shit up on our Instagram. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm not be voting for me. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say this. We're gonna keep you out of there. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Washington. I'm gonna still call you, well, brother Washington, Mr. Washington. I'm gonna keep it real with you, though. But yeah, you might want to explain that one. You know what I'm saying? We need a little bit more context, a little more depth to that comment because, you know, right now in this climate, you can't be saying shit like that because that is a right wing talking point. They'll run with it and then make it as if you're running with that side. When I clearly yeah, know. Did. You know, right, and you're not. We know you're not on that side unless you change. Now we do reserve the right to put your ass back up for nomination. Yes, <laughs> feel me? So, nigga. I mean, we will put you back up for nomination, Mister Washington. So I'm gonna keep you. I vote to keep you out of the sunken place. But I'm just saying, we'll we'll do this. Well, it's a hung jury. You know, we'll keep him out for now. But we, he is up for retrial. Okay. All right. So we'll uh we'll uh keep an eye on you. We'll, we'll be your we'll be your PO. Exactly. So uh, make sure you stay out of trouble, okay? Don't uh don't get in trouble like Meat Mill. And now you'll understand the prison system how it works. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're not aware. It's the side of me. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, um so that uh concludes uh our episode of uh Three Kings Podcast. We hope you guys uh Missed us, uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll be around, we'll be around next week. But uh, yeah, please contact us. Um, follow us on uh, Instagram at Official Three Kings Podcast on uh, at Facebook at Official Three Kings Podcast on uh, Twitter at Three Kings Podcast, and please email us at Official Three Kings Podcast at gmail.com. Anything you guys want to add before we sign off? I think we covered a lot. 
Yeah, I wanted to send a shout out to my mom Dukes today. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, oh, mom, happy Dukes, birthday you know mom Dukes. Happy birthday, mom Dukes. Love you. Dukes. Mom you know Dukes. Saying? No doubt. Yeah. Love you. Mama T Black. Enjoy. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's what's up. That's no what's doubt. up. Okay. No doubt. All right. Good shit. All right. Well, uh, we will see you guys in uh about a week. So peace out. Peace. Peace. Classic hip hop shit. Dr. DRE, Rose and Jay. Let's get them. We started out mopping floors, and now we front row at the awards. Number one for the last 20 years. If you real, motherfucker, scream cheers. Motherfucker, scream cheers. Yeah. And it is what it is.